Welcome to Fly Cool Shit, the show where Jeff Petro and Mark Pollard talk about aerobatics, unique airplanes, aviation news, and so much more. Hey pilot, you're cleared to enter the box. Smoke on. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Fly Cool Shit, powered by Lyft. I'm Mark. And I'm Jeff. And we're back. Dude, I missed you. Missed you last week. I know. If people only knew how hard we work for this podcast and how frustrating it was when I was on vacation trying to get a uh, oh. an, an episode in. <laughs> I was so frustrated. I yeah. was so frustrated. Apparently the uh, it, you know, Bohe- Bohemians didn't want us to. Uh, they didn't want us to record. They wanted me to relax, drink a lot of Jameson, go down some tube slides, and uh, you know, lose some money in the slot machines. What are you gonna do? There we do? go. There we go. <laughs> you have a good vacation. That was awesome. It was really cool. Um, nice. But you know, you know, like I wouldn't trade it for the world. And like, it's just. And I love my, I, this is going to come out like I don't like kids, but I love kids and I love my kids. But dude, like I'm feeling it today. This is my first. I got back last night at like nine thirty ten, and I was just dragging yeah. ass all day. My legs are tired from all the walking. You know, when we go in the pool and stuff, I give my kids like donkey rides. I'm the jackass in the pool, literally, and they're just climbing on oh, my yeah. back. And, oh yeah. And then like my back, <laughs> my back starts hurting. So then you know because I'm such a a smart person here. Um, I'm like, all right, why don't you guys try standing on my back? Cause I figured maybe if they stand on it, they'll like just hit it. Right. So it'll, like line my back back up into an adjustment, you know, but it just would make it worse. The, the, so. This makes a lot of sense. This makes yeah, a lot so of I'm sense. Like walking around the casino. Like I got polio. <laughs> I can like limping around. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was good. And uh, my son, who is like normally like, you know, he's very risk assessment. But he went. He went on everything. He went down all the big tube rides. He went on that thing where it's like a man-powered wave, or something like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he went on that. It was a lot of fun. I mean, it was it was really cool. I had a a really really great time. Um, food was that's awesome. People do a separate episode on the food. The food was outrageous. Um, might have to do another episode in a good way or a bad way. Oh, in a great way. It was awesome. They oh, have okay. a rock. Yeah. They have we'll, like we'll, ramen. let's save that for next week. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Oh, no, no. I want to hear about the ramen. No, <laughs> screw it. Screw it. I want to hear about the ramen. All right. So I'm like, so there's a ramen place where one of my stores are, and it's like super spicy stuff, really good, authentic ramen. Oh, yeah. And so I'm like, you know, when you have good ramen, it's hard to, you know, go go up from there. And um, yeah. they knocked it out of the park. I got the first, uh, I got normal ramen, and they give you like the hard-boiled egg, the cabbage, the broth you know, whatever spice they throw into it. And the noodles were just tender as, you know, I'm not an al dente type of guy, like a nice soft noodle. Yeah. Um, yeah. So delicious. And then we went back there again. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go outside my comfort zone here in the ramen world. And I got, they had like some type of like beef, you know, fried rice, but like with a twist in it, you know, like beef and like seafood and everything. And dude, it was like, it was like Wagyu ramen. <laughs> It was really Ooh. good. Yeah, it was delicious. I like, so, I like um, a good ramen, dude. Yeah, and believe it or not, they had a really good um, – they had a 
it wasn't wood fired pizza, but it was some type of brick oven pizza. I didn't really see it, but the we went to this pizza place and I got a um. Well, we went there twice, um, but the first time I got there is uh, they got a truffle type of pizza, so I got that. That was delicious, and then um, we also got like a fig and prosciutto pizza, and that was delicious. And the next time, I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Brooklyn and just get a normal Brooklyn slice, you know, regular pie with some meatball, and um, really, really yeah. good, really good. Um, nice. So yeah, the food food was outrageous. Um, I didn't get in. They have like a Hawaiian shaved ice department there. I let you down. I didn't get it because you know, I'm on a diet, so I'd rather have ramen. You no, know, you're <laughs> you're you're letting me down. You let me down in multiple ways because once again, once again, I get a trip to New York. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go on vacation to the Bahamas. <laughs> yep. Oh, and then the other thing is like the women there. Dude, I was talking to my wife about it. I'm like, if you can, I, I go to her. I'm like, if you had to guess how much Botox and filler is in this hotel right now, you know, because all the, oh, all the group, my Lord. dude, they were all pumped up. Yeah. Like, just like, oh, like, yeah. like Avin Drago pumping up, you know, but with Botox and our guests together, there had to be ten, like a tractor trailer load of Botox in this hotel. And it wasn't even like, they leave nothing for the imagination. They're just like, it's just. You know, like those, like those, uh, those boobs that get the breast implants, but they don't look natural. It just looks like somebody, like, just, I don't know, just took like a like a basketball inflator and just went, <laughs> and didn't give them time yeah. to like adjust. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah. god, yeah. And then you know they're with like the 80 year old guy with the Rolex who's doesn't know what else to do with his money, so she's gonna spend it for him. Um, can I be? Can I be mean? Can I be a little mean for a second? Please. Please and and it this reminds me of it because you were in the Bahamas and the last time I went um, I went to Nassau and then oh my gosh um, Arabico yeah yeah by Freeport is that is that a, yeah um, so in Nassau I'm walking around you know and that's a, that's a big uh, cruise ship destination for the Bahamas so everybody pours into Nassau. Yeah, and I just Atlantis remember right looking there. at the tourists. It's right there, and I, I just remember looking at the tourists coming in and being like, "You guys all look so freaking gross." I just, just don't get it. Just exactly I, what you described. It, yeah, I don't get it either. I really don't. Like, why do you need? Uh, it, I don't even know how to describe the lips anymore. Like, I get like if you got like little bird lips and you want to like you know puff them up a little bit just so they're there. But these girls, it's like, it's like they got punched in the face by Sly to like blow. It's just oh, it's, like, it's, did it's you literally? Like, um, it, it it's like the the currency now. You know how like back in the day, uh, it, which I want this to come back. By the way, I want I'm trying to bring fat back. But like back in like way back in the day, you know, like in the 1600s, like if you were rich, you were fat because you could eat. Yeah. Now the currency is like how much how much lip injector can you put in? That is dude. a sign of wealth and royalty in this country now. It's super weird, dude. Look, I mean, like, what do these what do these girls do? They go into the doctors and, uh, hi, Megan, how can I help you today? Hi, doctor. Um, I want to look like you slammed my face into a table 10 times to get my lips that big. Or, like, I want the battered wife syndrome. Can you give me that look? Yeah. Like, it's just so- I want to look like I'm allergic to bees. <laughs> yeah. 
it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So ridiculous. And I think it's like Botox, isn't it? Like a poison? Yes. And that's why like it inflames. Yeah. It's like, God. And like. It's weird, dude. It's weird. As as like fast forward, you and I are like making freaking buku money with with this podcast and we're at the strip club. (laughs) It's so gross. That's somebody's daughter. our, (laughs) our, Our shirts, our shirts are half unbuttoned with our Rolexes and we're like, ah. Walking around some casino with like some twenty-one-year-old girls that have like triple D's that look like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hate me because you ain't me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Speaking of speaking oh, of hate me, I want to talk about something monumentous that happened last week. Yes, you got a helmet. <sighs> I haven't had proper time to review it, so big shout out to Lyft. I know we've been breaking their chops, but honestly, um, we love them to death. And I got my helmet, I flew with it. And an hour later I went on vacation. So it sucked because like, I kind of didn't like plan a flight with it. I just, I sent you some video. I just did some like pushes yeah. and, and just to see what it would do. Um, cause I didn't know if it would, well, that was the thing. Like, I didn't know if it was going to fit in the SC because of the clearance. So the good news is, yeah. um, I feel like, you know, it was only one test flight. Um, but it looked like there was plenty of clearance for the helmet. So I didn't want to like, I'm not a dick. I'm not going to, you know, take a, a really nice, um, helmet from Lyft. And if it doesn't, you know, work out, I'm not going to keep it. And, and just to keep it, like I would have sent it back if it, so that's why I didn't want to put the, um, what you call it? The radio, you know, like the, the bows or whatever into the helmet. Cause I didn't want to start like drilling into it. Um, sure. you know, all the tiger performance stuff or whatever. So now that I know it fits, I got to order cause I flew, I put a clarity loft in and then just, you know, put the helmet right over it and, um, it fit. I mean, I, I got to try it out again, just one more time before I start drilling into it and spending, you know, whatever that money is for, for the, uh, avionics in it. Um, yeah. but I'm really stoked about it. You know, I, I don't want to give it you a give your initial right impressions. Now. Yeah, yeah, no. I you you need time with the helmet for sure. But uh, how about like just like initial thoughts? Because you you've spent no time with it at all. And I remember we were talking right before you were leaving. You're like, dude, I'm gonna go fly, and then it's just like head into the airport. Yeah. Um. um but just I, curious, like, what your initial thoughts are. I'll take you through the whole thing. So the UPS guy came with it. I gave him a hug, and like a twenty dollar bill. You know, I was so excited. Yeah. Thank you, Mitch. And um, packaging was great. You know, typical lift packaging, just really professional. Um, it comes in a really nice helmet bag and um, took the helmet out. Super lightweight and very well balanced. Like typically, like I think some of these helmets, when you get them, you kind of feel like the weight's not really like balanced out throughout the whole helmet, but it seemed really balanced. The visor. You know That's a really good point. I've never, I, 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 I applauded it internally and didn't really um i never really mentioned or or kind of like thought thought out loud in my head about balance yeah right about the helmet and yeah and i I, you know especially with the fixed visor like i like i held an msa galet and i I remember it being top heavy you know um where you're just like okay that's gonna feel a lot of weight in the front you know yeah on like the forward upper part of your head and I never really thought about that with the lift. It, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So um I you know, I picked it up right away and I'm like, ooh, this is nice. 
really, really nice. And obviously didn't have the um, avionics in it. Um, the one thing that like, so a lot of it isn't stuff that I don't think is good. It's just stuff that I have to, you know, get uh, muscle memory for. So like the, the strapping, you know, the, the chin strap is a totally, is a lot yeah. different than the, uh, the bonehead. So um, yeah. I, it wasn't an issue, you know, I got it, but you know, it just takes a little bit to get used to. It's a little bit different feel. Um, which we call it. What else is different that I like? Um, but it's gonna. I have to wait till the avionics or. Why do I keep saying avionics like a moron? Um, <laughs> the uh, the radios into the helmet um, is that it doesn't yeah. have a back adjustment. So I don't know if that's good or bad. The bonehead has one, but it's a pain in the ass. But when you put on the helmet, because it gets in the way. So it's nice that you could tighten up the back of the helmet a little bit, but. Um, it feels a little funky putting the helmet on and sometimes in flight. So that was nice. That I didn't I, have to worry about that. And I'll say, um, I liked that. I think the bonehead needs that, like, you know, the bonehead design needs that back strap. Um, yeah. whereas I didn't, I don't feel like I, I didn't miss it at all going to the lift, uh, because with the comms and the way the helmet wraps around your head, you don't feel like the back is loose. Whereas right. I really, I actually did. I remember like spending a lot of time trying to to get that back um, strap on the bonehead um, kind of uh, secured properly. Not secured properly, uh, fitted to the back of my neck, you know, to where like, yeah, it <clears throat> it would be kind of a pain to fit. Uh, yeah. If you were like rushing, it, it, it would be a pain. Yeah. And it's a fucked up design too with the bonehead one. Like tip, it would be nice if they just had like a, um, like a knob, like a one inch diameter knob in the back that you could twist to like tighten or loosen, but they have this like double weaved system. It's really fucked up. Um, it's, it's funky. Yeah. I wish yeah, they had, just, it like, you know, like, um, like cycling helmets, anybody that, that, <clears throat> that bikes, uh, will, will know exactly what I'm talking about, but like these like Boa knobs and they, they're literally like, you can twist and click and tighten and loosen something. Um, yeah. and that, and they're like little knobs. And it'd be great. That'd be great on the back of the Pilot X. Totally. But I mean, to answer your question, so initial impression, um, I would say advance. I mean, I'm not, I don't consider myself an unlimited pilot yet because I haven't, I just, I'm really just getting into it. But as far as like from everything up until, you know, everything in advance, the helmet can, I feel like it's better than the bonehead. Um, and don't forget, like I had to modify my bonehead to make it work to, to not have that visor flipping up on mine. Yeah. Uh, because I don't have the bonehead X. I have the bonehead Aries, which comes with that strap. And what's cool is I'll send out some pictures too, is, um, kind of leaving out a, a really important detail is when I got the, the lift helmet, uh, the new version with the attached visor, um, I took that shroud off cause you know, it adds about an inch and a half and it's really tight in the single place co cockpit. So um, it looks cool. I mean, you saw the pictures. I think it looks cool without the shroud as well. So if you want to take the shroud off, it's four screws. It's not a big deal at all. And it doesn't compromise the helmet. Um, so and more importantly, it doesn't compromise the visor. Like the, vi the visor staying down or up is not dependent on the shroud. Totally. Totally. So um, I'm really... <clears throat> I got to be honest, I'm really excited to fly. I'm, I'm just excited to go tinker with it a little bit more and get the avionics in it and, you know, move forward with it. But I don't see why I'm not going to want to switch to it, but it's so premature right now. And I'm kind of nitpicky yeah. with my shit. And I don't want to just say like, oh, I love Lyft. And like, um, you know, if I had to like fly a contest tomorrow, I would take my bonehead 
because sure. I'm just it's used familiar. to it. I'm, yeah, and like I know I can plug and play right now. But um, well, and and let's be very clear. You know, Lyft sponsors the podcast, but I wouldn't use the helmet as a detriment to myself. You wouldn't either. I don't think no. anybody would. Um, if it meant compromising safety or compromising your ability to fly or compromising yourself in the airplane, like fit, it, it, that all has to work. It doesn't matter if somebody sponsors a podcast or not. So, and and saying that it doesn't work for you, I don't feel like that's a knock on the helmet at all. Clearly, the helmet works and people love it, but it's not for everybody. You know? No. That's okay. Um, the big thing that I was worried about with the cl- was clearance, and I don't think it's got a clearance issue. Um, and That's great you know, to I, hear. even the video, I I don't know if I sent you the clip. So I rolled inverted and put a little bit of negative G on the airplane, and then put my hand above it. Yeah, yeah. Just to make you sure, the and it seems to work. And you know, I, man, I I flew my airplane just as good as Louis Vanel, and nothing happened. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I flew pretty hard. Um, and everything's, you know, a couple things here and there, but, um, well, you'll see, I, let me fly with it a couple times and I'll yeah, some sh- shitty video. Well, the nice thing is too, is, uh, like, uh, Corey has uses one in his three thirty SE, um, a, a oh, very right. well-known air show performer legend that flies a three thirty SE will soon be wearing one. So people in the SC are wearing them, uh, and they work, which is great. I, I still think. An S1. I have a buddy that bought one that flies an S1. Um, that's probably tighter than an SC, I would think. So I'll be curious to see how well that works. But yeah. I think there are people that have, that fly with the S1 um, and use a, a lift helmet. So I'm totally. excited, dude. I'm, I'm really excited to see what your thoughts are because I've um, I'm gen- like the geek in me. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. That they could be a sponsor. They they could stop sponsoring us tomorrow. I don't care. Uh, well, I care. I want them to sponsor, but um, I, it wouldn't affect my opinion on it. Like I'm genuinely, I genuinely like the helmet. And I think it's really cool to see, you know, parachutes are another one that are really cool to, to kind of think of, but you know, the combinations and like how people that want to wear a helmet, wear a helmet, what helmet do they wear? What airplane are they flying and how that yeah. all integrates into, you know, what we do. Cause you know, you can't, you know, from a safety standpoint, you can't be thinking about what you're wearing. You can't be worried about the helmet when you're flying, especially at your level, dude. That's the last thing you need to be thinking about is the helmet. It just needs to work. And so it's yeah. kind of cool when you get a chance to like actually think about it. Go fly with the uh, kind of the, the lens through the lens of, of thinking about how this is going to work for you or not. It's cool. Yeah, totally. Now I'm excited. And um, one more new, one more piece of, we got to give a little bit of a, um, a oh, hint. Yeah. And then we'll get our guests on. But, um, I don't know how to phrase this. We, we're not going to tell you who we're not going to tell you when or specifically which 330 SC, but there is, there is going to be a new owner of a 330 SC very, very soon. And it's going to break more hearts than John Travolta in Greece. This is going to get more people leaving the IAC than when, <laughs> I was going to say when Jim Burke became president, because it was like such like a feud with people that didn't want Jim to be president, but I love Jim. So I didn't want that to come across as mean, but (laughs) you can see where I was going with the joke, right? (laughs) There it is. There it is. (laughs) Yeah. I can't wait to talk about it more. I can't wait. Oh, I should have, I should have said so excited for this person. This is going to get more people to leave the IAC than when AJ went to nationals and broke rules. (laughs) That's what I should have said. (laughs) 
Oh man. It's exciting. It's exciting. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm really so excited pumped. for this person. This person deserves it. First of all, this person deserves it. That that's just the bottom line. I mean, and oh my god, it's like it's like you know what? It'd be like walking down the street and you see you see somebody who is making the brush strokes like they would paint a beautiful painting, but they don't have the paintbrush. And you just walk yeah. up to them and you say, "Here's your paintbrush." That's what that's like this 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 situation. You're about totally. to see some freaking magic being made. Uh, finally, this person's getting the airplane they deserve. Yeah, and so we'll probably have them on to talk about it. I think so. I mean, they might be too good for I think us. So. That's true. That yeah. is true. All right, I'm, I'm, I'm like excited. Trying so hard not to say the name because I'm stupid like that. I'll just blurt it out. So <laughs> <laughs> we might have to move on before I get myself in trouble. <laughs> let's mo- let's. I tell you what. Let's move on. Let's. Um. We'll, we're gonna break out here and uh, we're gonna get our guest on. Super excited. Um. I do want to say uh, a quick um thing before uh you know we lost uh, an airshow performer uh earlier uh, last week or on the weekend uh chris darnell of shockwave uh, jet truck uh so we want to dedicate this this podcast episode to him and his family and uh, very sorry for uh everybody that uh that accident affected it was very sad um, yeah we are, our hearts go out to uh chris and his family so dedicating this episode to him and his family Sweet. What else? What else do we have uh, before we get we, oh. we get uh, Mr. Messenheimer on? Um. Well, people are going to listen to this tomorrow morning, and we didn't want to do the. You know where I'm going with that. We can't really talk about it because then people it's going to break the internet tomorrow, and we're not ready. Um. But next week's episode, we will have the uh, breaking news of something that has just been a dream of ours. <laughs> Yes. For our whole life. And I tell you what, our, um, is, is our entire lives are, are coming down to this moment. And I tell you what, maybe we'll do, um, maybe we'll release a, a short, you know, a pot, like a short podcast, 15 minutes yeah. when, when, when it drops and make it official and we'll talk a little bit about it. And, and, uh, yeah, I mean, we that's can, a good idea. we can talk about the, um, the, uh, marketing idea you were talking about, uh, with the tagging. Because then, like, because we're going to put a date on that for not this Monday, but the following Monday, so we can get it going yeah. if you want. Or yeah, we get, so you know, we'll guys, do it, it, yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know what? We'll talk about. We'll 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 drop the uh, the giveaway uh, on release day, and yeah. all we'll do a, po- a quick podcast episode, so you guys will be in the know. But uh, I think you guys know what what's coming. Uh, but it's finally here, and you'll fi- finally be able to order it. Yay! It's a few more days. Just a few more days. All right, Jeffrey P. Anything else? Any other housekeeping items uh, before we get uh, our guest on? Donate to the Unlimited team. I got to find out if they're even still going, but um, we're gonna find out. We're gonna talk to we're gonna talk to Rob and see if any donations came through. And if they didn't, we're gonna start calling people out. I think that's what yep. we have to do. Start calling you out by name. Yep. Yeah, and we're starting with Day. <laughs> I'm just gonna put like every a bunch of names in a pot, and every episode we're just gonna pick one and just shit on you. Gonna just pick- just mushroom stamp you. Yeah, just bully you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. <laughs> Adam might have some info too. We'll, we'll get into all that kind of stuff, man. We're this is gonna be a big episode. I'm excited. So 
Yeah, uh, me too. Let's go. Uh, let's get him. Let's get him out of the green room and uh, get him in the studio. Sweet. All right, we're back from the green room. Jeffrey P, can you introduce our esteemed guest tonight? I wish I had a picture to show everybody because he's so magnificent looking that even the Pit Viper Prince lets him come in his house, hang out, and just add value. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it just he's got, all at once. <laughs> he's got the voice of an angel. He sings. He models. Um, part-time, part-time modeling. Part-time modeling. He, he sounds like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. Correct. <laughs> yep. Um, he only shits on gold-plated toilets, and yes. um, he he occasionally does fly. And when he does, he he kicks ass. <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> no, we got uh, Adam Messenheimer on the show. What's up, man? Welcome. What's up? It's good to be hanging out. Welcome with to the show, dude. Virtually. Yeah, it's good to oh, be here. I'm, I'm super excited. This is, dude. This is fun. I, I can't wait. Can't wait to get. We're gonna get into so really, really deep, hard hitting shit. I'm very I'm excited. All about, yeah. I'm all about those deep topics. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't even planning on talking about the Pit Viper Prince, but I got to hear about like what Spruce Creek is all about, and like, does he have like Pit Viper Prince toilet paper, Pit Viper Prince <laughs> the toothpaste? Oh, Pit Viper Prince, everything. Just yeah, everything 100%. is Pit Viper. His toothpaste has Pit Vipers on it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> he wears them while brushing his teeth. Breaks his mirror every day. It's so amazing. He's so amazing. His car, the car sunshades are Pit Vipers. Yeah, 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 man. doesn't even need a car. He's got a new <laughs> golf cart just riding around, being cool. Oh, God yeah. damn. Yeah. God damn. What, were, what were you doing down in Florida? Nothing, man. I had a like a three week once once a year. My company has us do a three week rotation. So after that was over, it was time to hang out. So that's what we did. We did another Q and A on Instagram and annoyed everyone on the internet. I love those, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm glad somebody does. We have, we have a I lot do. of fun making them. Normally, half the questions were like, "Oh, dude, that'll be so amazing," but also, ah, we can't say that probably in public. So I feel like you guys are like, well, you're better than what we would need, but. Like field reps, you and Alon would fucking crush it. <laughs> oh, just unleash us to the colleges. Like, are you interested in yes. flying? <laughs> yes, yes, please. <laughs> You'd be like anti-military recruiters. Like, <laughs> no, <dude. laughs> Organization. Yeah. You can either go serve your country, be all you can be, or just sign up for the IAC. Exactly. Yeah. Just you, hang out, just, man. Yeah, stand next to the pull-up bar and the kids that can't do enough pull-ups for the Marines. Just be like, hey, come over here, kid. I we got a job love for you. you. We will accept you. That's right. You can't, you can't do pull-ups, but can you roll a Super D? Yes. Yes. Can you drink Icy's and eat beef jerky? That's all it takes. Oh, God. Hell yeah. You know what? Right that's just living your best life. Yeah. He is, man. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. So are you going to so, move to Spruce Creek? That would be awesome, man. I don't know. Um, I feel like I don't really live anywhere. I'm only home in quotes like five days a month. So maybe one day. Oh man, what fills your what fills your month up, Adam? You're you're a corporate pilot, right? Exactly, the charter. So it's two weeks of that, and then usually like seven, eight days of camp between five and seven days, um, and then the rest of that is recovering, wondering what happened. Oh my god! And you're doing a camp a month usually well yeah i mean over the winter it was kind of we didn't have much going on but but during the season usually no, it is there's no winters in florida 
True. Yeah. I mean, sometimes we'll get down to Sebring. We did definitely more last year, <laughs> but um, yeah, we do what we can. We do what we can. That's awesome. That's awesome. So who's at the camp now? You're uh, in Union, got, Union uh, City, right? Well, yeah, we're in Union City. Um, Mario's here. Uh, Johnny's here. AJ is not here. Slacker. Yeah, um, he's a waste of life. And Steve's flying. And that's it for now. And obviously Rob. That's a small camp. It is. Yeah, it allows us to get things done quickly, which, you know, as you guys know. Yeah. Isn't Mario the best? Dude, he's awesome. Oh, my God. He's just... He's an, he's the man. Mario's from a lot of trouble though. Do what? Now, I was gonna say if anybody doesn't know Mario, he's a awesome dude. He's got a three thirty SC. He's a Guatemalan. Um, seven Did feet his tall. Make it up? No, he's yeah, flying he Johnny's. A... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Poor. Plane. I thought he had a ferried. Johnny's plane is just like the village bicycle man. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like <laughs> over hundred degrees here, and they can't even get it started. Poor guys. <laughs> It's just like, no, not again. Do you think anything brings Rob more joy than to see S330SCs with problems? Like when he's like, whether it's like a prop seal (laughs) or like can't start or AJ's plane falling apart. Do you think he's like, just like looking at it, like licking his lips like, oh, this is great. (laughs) Just just enjoying the moment. He does that like really silent squinty thing that he does behind his sunglasses where you just feel stupid. Yeah, he's just like, yeah. ah. <laughs> That's how it be. Loves it. That's how it be. Yeah. Just AJ lost another like... elevator. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dude, AJ is like the smartest dumb person I know. He's amazing. Yeah. It's... <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Um, right? <laughs> but he will kill you. For saying that. <laughs> he will yes, he probably will. But dude, it'll be worth it. It's like you, you see him and you're like, dude, like how many times has this guy been to prison? He's like a hardened criminal. And then he opens his like AJ's book of stupidness and starts talking, and I'm just like, Well, I'm an idiot. All right, that's good to know. Yeah, totally. And um and he's tough as nails. Like we were in the lobby at like eight AM or seven AM getting ready to go to camp and we were like, you know, poking fun at each other, like you know, pushing around and like fake wrestling. And, um, and then he's, he was really good at like grappling it. So we started like getting into it, but not like in a bad way, like where we're getting angry. And then I found out that he does like, not Taekwondo, but he does some type of like martial arts, like, and he's like a fourth degree black belt. <laughs> Guys yeah, I mean, yeah, he used to whooped. fight people for like 200 bucks in New York, like straight out. Of yeah. Club. Yeah. So he, oh like, my God. Yeah, he fucking kicked my ass. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? You didn't tell me you used to fight. <laughs> yeah. He's really good at wrestling men to the ground. Yeah, I totally. <laughs> he should be the muscle, like, going to whack. Like, he should just – it's a, a shame that the Russians aren't going this year. But just, like, you know what? Just, like, just have some American muscle there. Just be like, you know what, Mama Stav? Talk some more shit. That's I right. dare you. That's right. Yeah. Say something else. Yeah. God, I'm trying to like think of like a good movie reference that would reference AJ. It'd be like the Mighty Ducks and like and uh, what were those like the uh, the Bruiser Brothers or whatever the heck? Bolson, Bolson, Bolton. All right, what was the kid's name that had like the slap shot that went 200 miles an hour? Oh my gosh! Yeah, uh, yeah it was Bolton. It's that's been AJ. So long since I've seen that. I forgot. Yeah, that's AJ. I'm not going to lie. I do not get these references at all. you never seen the Mighty Ducks? <laughs> Dude, I haven't seen so many movies like 
I get in trouble with Rob all the time. All right. All right. One time well, he forced me to watch Wayne's World so that I could fly the next day. <laughs> he was like 100% that is fair. Like, you are you are 100% not allowed to fly my plane until you watch Wayne's World. So, I had to do it. <laughs> Valid. <laughs> How did he? How did he verify? Did he ask you like obscure references to make sure you flew or that you watched it? That's a good point. He probably did some really silent, like, kind of a test on me that I wasn't aware of. Probably, <laughs> probably. That's how. What's that's it? How it goes. What's it like flying Rob's plane, um, dude? And it's got to be nerve wracking. I mean, we talk about flying with the Don, and that we wouldn't. And right. I think if somebody was like, "Hey, why don't you go?" If Rob was like, "Hey, go take my MXS up," I'd be like. I'm good. I'm cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, it, um, dude, it's so weird. It's really weird, especially when you're landing and that's your first time flying monoplanes and he's watching you. It's very nervous. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh my God. <laughs> no pressure, but yeah, I mean, no, it's, it's really cool. I, I probably, it would be interesting to hear Silliberti explain it because he has so much more experience and it was, he flew Rob's, plane at a camp a couple of months ago and i was finally able to talk to somebody else that flies rob's plane that isn't rob and i'm like dude isn't it crazy you know such and such there's something with like like the elevator it's so pitchy and he's like yeah i totally get what you're saying man so either he was uh, patronizing me or it's a different beast in and of itself no because yeah. he he definitely he definitely posted uh, uh on facebook about how different it was it was interesting to hear that because you know if you talk about if you look at one, I mean, there's fewer MX twos and S's for that matter um, flying than almost any other competitive aerobatic yeah, plane. Right. Period. Um, I mean, what? There's how many MX S's? You can count on one hand and like have a couple fingers left over, probably, or maybe, uh-huh. maybe you well, How many are there? Yeah, there's a handful. Um, so to be able to like talk to somebody else about flying it, and I gotta imagine it's gotta suck to you know, you as Adam want to get critiquing, you want to talk about the airplane and its eccentricities and you're talking about it to the best aerobatic pilot on the planet about it. <laughs> right. Like, in, with, right. Like talking to Rob, like, Hey Rob, like, you know, what do you think about this? He's just like, fuck, I don't know. I just like, I just bust out, you know, world freestyle championships. I, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm going to go yeah. over here now and not talk to you. And you're just like, great. That doesn't help me at all. So to be able to talk well, to Silliberti or like to have somebody else to talk to must be really, really nice. Somebody else that's a human. Yeah. Yeah. That's a human. And it must be right. weird too, because like, what if you like find something that's like, can, you know, cause you're a smart dude and you got a lot of experience. So like, what if like something could use some tweaking? Like you can't say anything. You just got to swallow that shit. Cause like, what are you going <laughs> to yeah. do? Like talk to Rob and be like, Hey, by the way, man, like, why don't we like put a washer on this? Like left spade here. I think it feel, you can't say that. You just got to freaking no. accept it. <laughs> this, this would not be recommended. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point though. Cause it, it, like, do you guys, I mean, aside from like seating position, you really can't do anything to his airplane. I mean, it's his airplane in terms of setup. He obviously, you know, um, I would imagine there's a hierarchy of priority and him being perfectly content in that airplane for whack is the priority. So you probably, if, you, if there are tweaks, probably be pretty hard to make. Yes. Um, and what's, so I've actually been flying to two, the last two camps. So I probably have like 15 flights in the two now. And that's different. Oh, sweet. Yeah. So, but you're correct there. I mean, it's obviously set up the way he likes it, which I, I you know, I have one choice, which is to, to get the, get used to it. And it's actually, I yeah, mean, you I learn, like it. You fly yeah. the way he likes. 
Yeah. I mean, it's just such a beast of a plane. It's like, it, I'm always trying to catch up to it still. Yeah. Even after a couple of years. Yeah. Maybe you could start out it's small so- and be like, Hey Rob, like, why don't we run like 29 pounds of air pressure into tires instead of 30? Like just break the ice a little bit. <laughs> just really small, subtle things. Yeah. I like yeah. really I like small. Yeah. 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 yeah like, yeah. Hey Rob, why don't, why don't we do like, let's do 12 quarts instead of 11 and a half. Like maybe, you know, just, just get your way into okay it. with the small changes. Yeah. 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 Do you ever, yeah, you, you ever, hit with those small ones and then, then you want to, you know, that, like maybe two months later, like, Hey, what do you think about six inches of P strip? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think about putting Adam Messenheimer right here on this part of the plan? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that would be great. Dude, <laughs> be you, great. Should, you know what? This is what you got to do is you got to sneak one somewhere like a small, uh, second pilot Adam Messenheimer sticker like somewhere subtle oh, to where like yeah. you would have to pre-flight the airplane to see it like on the inside of the aileron or something. Yeah, I will one hundred percent get stabbed in my sleep, but it'd be worth it. Or <laughs> or it would be so funny. Or you could put like a Led Zeppelin sticker somewhere because he loves Van Halen. So get like oh. Led Zeppelin or Aerosmith and just like banner it up. Maybe like make the gear leg look like yeah. Yes, this is true. Or I, I want to have some way to play like the Lion King theme song. That's the one way he's going to kill me for telling me. Oh, that song, make, yeah, that song makes me cry. Crazy. Yeah, it make it makes him cry too, which is fantastic. We were like setting up the plane yes. when he first got his S, and he's and he's like testing the the radio and all that. He's like, "All right, Adam, like connect your phone, like just play something real quick." So I started playing that. He's just like, "Yeah, oh, you suck!" Like, <laughs> oh my god it was so good <laughs> this is the best thing I've ever heard this is the Simba. best thing I've ever heard Simba 1 Simba 1 <laughs> <laughs> yes oh so how, my god how's the MX2 how, how's the MX2 compared to his MXS obviously a lot of the changes I think I mean and we talked to Rob about it when uh, when he was finishing it but um, in terms of flight characteristics how do, how do they compare and what do you what do you like more and, and are you going to be sticking in the MX2 yeah, I think for the most part, staying in that one. Um, of course, like he flies it, he'll fly the S, get out, fly the two, and it looks the same. So I'm like, all right, you know, must be the how same hard could plane. it be? Yeah, exactly. How hard could it be? Um, different plane, you might wonder. It's a different plane. <laughs> so the, you're the, you're seated farther back in the plane, so everything feels a little bit different. But the biggest thing for me was the stick is a little bit closer to you, and it's a little bit lower, I think, as well. Um, so all those like muscle memory for the snap on loads. I'm like going too far. Um, and also it rolls faster and snaps faster. So everything's over. It, it was interesting. Um, yeah. But actually, I, I actually kind of like it because it's more compact. Like you can, uh, the controls are a little bit closer to you in, in that sense. So I'm not reaching for the unload. Like Rob, obviously, like huge dude. Um, so yeah. he has a, a tremendous wingspan. He can unload anything. And the S, the stick is further forward. So for me, I can do it. It's just like I'm reaching farther for it. Whereas you're, too, it, you're, you're reaching for the corner. Exactly. Exactly. I'm not reaching yeah. really for it. Um, yeah. I, I really like it, actually. It's a, it's an awesome plane. It's an awesome plane. Does, does that one have the single place canopy or it two place? It doesn't, actually. It's got the two place canopy. But okay. Yeah. It's, it's got his tail on it. So, or the new tail, yeah. I guess. But it's, it's pretty then, awesome. Yeah. JB's got, uh, Jim Burke just got his MXS. Um, it looks like it was in California getting put together, right? I don't know. No, that that's here. It's yet. overseas. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's overseas. I thought it was like here. No, that would be awesome. Oh, come on. If no, it's you, like, yeah. I think it's getting ready to create. 
They like oh, put it God. together, test it, and then disassemble it. <laughs> Rebuild it. Between him times. and Alon. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. If, you're, if you're bored, just text Alon and ask him when his MX2 is going to get here. How mad Guys, does he, everybody, I does want he every, get? I want everybody to go on Instagram right now and tag <laughs> Alon and just ask him. Just it doesn't have, even have to be like he could be posting a picture of him like having a dinner, you know, eating a steak, and just right. comment in there and be like, "Hey, man, what's up with your uh, what's up with your MX? Where's that thing at? You know, that's right." And tag him and and just really. We got to get to the bottom of this. Is, is yeah. I guess is what I'm saying. Really act like you care. Really act like you care. <laughs> Provide that support. I mean, and how many like to be really mad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would love to know. Like, and I'm not. This might come across as mean, but like, I wonder what. Like, there's only so many ex- not excuses, but reasons that you can come up with. Like, what reason is it now? Like, I, <laughs> I can't even make one up. It's crazy. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't we know, can't. Man. We can't ship the container. There's too many great white sharks off the coast of Australia. We got to wait till that flock of uh, great whites gets out of the way. Some <laughs> it must be so frustrating. Yeah. Super frustrating. Yeah. But um, so you're very used to the MXS and MX2 now, obviously. Um, would you stick with those airplanes? Like, if you had your choice and and you were going to make a purchase, would you would you buy into MX aircraft, or would you you think you would lean extra? That's a uh, that's a really good question. I mean, I've only flown the MX uh, as far as monoplanes in the competition stuff. So, I mean, I'd be inclined to stick with it. Um, yeah, of course. I'm kind of curious, like where the company is going. I think everybody's watching to kind of see what happens. But um, I, I really like it. It's an amazing airplane. You should so, fly a game bird too. Yeah, it looks interesting. I uh, I would like to try it for sure. Yeah, Have you no, it's a cool thing. What's that? Are there rumors? Are there rumors about where MX is going? I have no or, rumors. I'm just curious. It's just it's just more of like just kind of watching to see. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean. Like uh, a couple of years out, obviously, I can't. I don't I can't afford a plane right now, but um, slowly but surely getting there, and then I I kind of be curious at that point to see to see where it was going. Yeah, I don't think they're going anywhere. I think they'll be around for a while. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. It's just, it's such a cool plane. Like, it's, it's frustrating sometimes because it, it does exactly what you want it to do, which, you know, as you guys know, when you fly aerobatics, there's a ton of mistakes that you can make. So, yep. um, hey. we'll do it. <laughs> yeah, but then when you do something good, I love that, like, like subtle wow. dig at us, Mark, as you guys know, like, how, how <laughs> the fuck do you know, man? I was, oh, I, man. See, I was just like, I was like, oh, that, that should be my, that should be my nickname, you know, T- tons of mistakes. That sounds, that sounds right in my alley. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yes. <laughs> yes. Um. All right, but um, we've all we've said it on the podcast that the MX is it's the best aerobatic plane out there. Um, it's so cool. Right now. Yeah. It's so no, cool. it's got the most performance. And what does it have? Like 200 gallons of fuel you could put in it? You can fly from like yeah. here to <laughs> I think Mammoth it's, yeah, Home Airport. You can fly halfway <laughs> around the world on one tank. You can go fly. Dude, you can fly that thing to France, get Louis Vanel to serve you fries, and then fly back. <laughs> nice. The nice. McSnapping kink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Louis McSnap Vanel. <laughs> Yeah, it's been coined here, man. <laughs> I'm I'm really excited. Do you think? So do you think? Uh, do you think odd having 
an MXS now is going to change foreign judging? And do you think it's going to reshape whack a little bit this year? Dude, I'm going to be honest. I don't feel qualified to answer that question. That's that's a really good question. Um, Nobody listens to this thing, so just go for it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that is a really good question. I don't know. But, I mean, it would make sense, right? If people get used to a certain kind of an airplane and what it does for certain figures, and they kind of want to see that again. Um, yeah. It, it is a really good question. I mean, we've had yeah, from Chat- a judging, uh, we've had Matt Chapman on the show. And he's even said Sorry, that if Rob was in it, yeah, we were delayed a little bit, but um, just to finish what Adams uh, thought, you know, Chapman was like, if Rob was in an SC, have a higher chance of winning just because that's what the judges are used to. So, um, you know, I think it goes without saying the more MXSs that are in front of the judges' eyes and the more they're used to it, it's going to help, you know, 5150 over there. Yeah. I mean, you got to wonder like how much bias. Yeah. You got to, you got to wonder how much bias there is. Like you obviously can't, you know, Adam, to your point, like when you when you're watching 13 airplanes that look the exact same, do the exact same figure figure, like you can't help but expect the other airplane to look similar. It's just like there's just no way to take that bias out, that human right. bias out. Right. So hopefully, I mean, I, I'm hoping it does. Uh, you know, if there was a bias there in judging or or whatever, whatever, um, however the bias was there. Uh, whether it's, you know, because it's an airplane that wasn't made in Europe. Uh, there's not enough of them, whatever. Uh, hopefully that starts to kind of wane. Yeah. And you, you see more and more there. Cause I think, you know, odd has hers. We've been hearing rumors uh, about a team over there ordering them. Oh, really? Um, yes. Yes. Like ordering, ordering several. What? For the team. I didn't know this. That would be awesome. Oh, break it! Was that breaking news? Am I like spilling beans is. here? Spill all you the beans. You are spilling coffee beans. I, I, I think we talked spilling. about it before. Hey, spilling nice. coffee beans. Um, yeah, I think we, we talked about. It. And I honestly, I'm, I'm not even kidding. This, I'm not even trying to be cryptic. I don't remember. I don't remember what country it was for, and I don't even know if I was told. But a couple different sources have said that there's been a multi aircraft order for a team. So that, that would, would be, be huge. That would be so sick. Yes. This needs yeah. to happen. Yeah. Yeah. This is the yeah. Northern Lights. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, I, I, there's there's part of me that would die inside. And then the other part of me would be like, that'd be sick to see. I would give up my kids, my house, everything just to try out for the Northern Light team if they ever came out. You got to <laughs> go roll, all the way. I'd roll the dice. I'd roll yeah. it. <laughs> Sounds you like have a to. You have to. Yeah. yeah. What's your? Do you follow air shows at all? Um, yes. Air shows. What is this? Sorry, my mic cut out. No, Adam. Um, do you follow? Do you follow air shows at all? Like what? What teams? Like back in the nineties or early two thousands? Do you have any like favorite performers or people that kind of left an impression on you that kind of got you started in aerobatics? Uh, yes. In fact, I mean, as a matter of fact, this guy Rob Holland. I discovered aerobatics because of him. Um, Ooh. Yeah, I was like, I think it was my, my senior year in high school. I was just like watching stuff on YouTube and his 2011 uh, like recap video came on. I was like, dude, this that is video sick. so good. I was like, dad, I'm going to do this. <laughs> He's just like, good job, son. That looks like it's a great decision. So Did you put together like a letter like, hello, Mr. Holland. 
yeah that's how that happened i wrote him a long letter um did yeah, you really no oh that would be cool <laughs> no actually i uh <laughs> i did i did write an email to Goulian, um and he responded so and what like, did Goulian say i was like hey dude i uh i fly to Kaplan sometimes and i want to do this stuff um what should i do and i kind of didn't expect him to respond uh but he did and he's, he's just like you right i know he's like, the best he's like cool dude basically like anything that uh probably everyone's talked about on here which is fly the decathlon learn how to fly that fly a pits um compete get critique and go from there there's a you know a couple other things in there but uh it was, it was just so awesome to uh to get feedback from somebody like that oh yeah to meet rob and to speak with him it's like this is such a cool industry like everybody's willing to help you out like if you are asking the right yeah. questions and it's so crazy. You can reach out to like some the top tier guys and there's a good chance they're going to get back to you like that. Yeah. That doesn't happen in any other professional. You know. No. So everyone, everyone should compile all their questions and spam email Rob and Mike now. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> well, and I'll add to that. You, you know, clearly, you know, these guys will take people under their wing who they see something in and yes. there's gotta be a work ethic there. And, and, you know, uh, we could all, we all know people and it's not, the, this is not the podcast to get, to get into uh, uh, throwing stones at people that just expect it in the industry. Sure. Yep. Clearly you work your ass off. You, you show up, you put the work in, you want to do it. And so people see that. Like if I was in yeah. uh, Holland or Gullian's position, like I, dude, I would feed off that. It's like, that's like, you're the next generation of, of them. It's amazing. And to be able to help and, and to mentor that, growth is it's so cool it's so cool but they yeah. obviously see that you work your ass off and that you deserve to be here so oh, you right. know yeah. rob huge, for like a, a huge over a decade now right um i met i met rob in 2018 actually no 20, 20 2018 yeah actually really i thought it was way before that no i uh no i i met him in 2017 but he had no idea who i was um but uh yeah i just i actually met jim somewhere and like, hey man, like you're on the unlimited team. That's cool. I'm trying to learn how to yeah. do rolls and loops. And he just goes like, oh well, do you want to come to a camp with Rob? Like, uh, yes, in fact, yes. So <laughs> yes is the answer. The answer is yes. Yeah, and Coco was there uh, as well, which you know, you like Jeff. You've flown with Coco. He's amazing. I've never flown um, with Coco. You haven't? No. Okay. Never. He, never. I ref- I refuse. You refuse? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, it's gonna be a good story. I've never, I've never been able to. <laughs> okay, just, well, he's awesome, but he has his own way of saying things. And anybody that's flown with him will kind of tell you, like, it takes a few days to understand what he's trying to tell you. Um, and he just sort of guides you through the air with it. Like he just kind of talks. Okay, now do this. Now half loop up this. Okay, now pull for a hammerhead. Yes, it's possible. Do this. Do this. So I wasn't used to that at all, and. The first time I flew in front of Rob was with Coco talking to me. So I had no idea what oh, he was so you, saying. You got oh. thrown right into it. Oh, it was terrible. I was sucking and I'm just flying there like, well, met Rob and uh, now suck. And everyone knows that I'm an idiot. This is fantastic. Nothing like having like the multi-time national and four minute free plus the world mm-hmm. champion 
watching for the first time together. <laughs> like that yeah. must have been yeah, like exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like Jesus. Once we do my sportsman routine. <laughs> I would have I would have finished flying and just flew straight home. I wouldn't have even landed. <laughs> yeah. I'll just get gas somewhere else. <laughs> that would be awesome. See ya. Dude, imagine leaving, <laughs> well, leaving, imagine leaving a contest like that. Like you, you zero something, like, ah, screw it. You just fly away. Like that'd be yeah, awesome. Bl- believe it or not, uh, I had a friend who actually did that. Are you serious? <laughs> but, swear to God. Yeah, in the uh, early amazing. 90s in a Pitts SDB, just got well really, really embarrassed and didn't land and went to the nearest airport, fueled up and went home. <laughs> well done. Oh, I man. respect that. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I got to find out the full story to it and I'll tell it here, but that's a. Uh, that's a fact. That's 100% that is fact. hilarious. <laughs> and there's no way that's the only time that's happened. There's no yeah. way. Yeah. That's true. They used, that's- to, they used to call him a 240 because he dove into the box one time from like the stratosphere and the spades <laughs> ripped off the aileron. He had an STV and the spades ripped off the ailerons. <laughs> so oh how fast God. were you going? They were like, he was like 240. <laughs> so they called him 240. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah so anyway sidetrack that's sorry the, about that that's the sweet spot for the pits s2 that two, yeah. 240 is that's the sweet spot so wait get, i'm sorry i i fucked up so you're flying in front of coco and rob Holland for just sounds so ridiculous when you say it out loud um for the first time oh, it's crazy yeah and what were they having you do like were you just like fuck i'm just gonna fuck up whatever they tell me to do next this is this is I'm so nervous. <laughs> yeah, man. I just like I was flying the the S2C doing sportsman stuff, and then Coco's like, "Okay, yes, come back." Okay, and then it it went from like loops and you know hammerheads to okay, yes, now negative one and a half flick. Okay, not not so good, but come back, do this now. Okay, yes, <laughs> now double stall turn, double stall turn. So, <laughs> oh my god, dude, he's so funny. Yeah, you're probably. Like, I'm gonna die. God. <laughs> <laughs> We have this thing too where he'll he'll watch you and then he'll say like, "Are you tired?" And I mean, like, no, no, come on, Coco. No, no you're I'm American. Not you're not tired. So you never say yes. And you yeah. never say yes. Exactly. So I can feel him just get this like, "Oh, oh, you're not tired." And he just he just starts like beating on you like, "All right, this, not this. Come back, <laughs> click, click, click." And then he'll he'll ask it again, "Are you tired?" I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> kind of weird, actually talking about yeah it but yeah that's that's pretty much how it goes training with coco yeah he's i mean i don't know but enough people have talked and you know enough good about the guy the guy's obviously an amazing amazing coach have you ever seen him like get on rob for something like is there any like not like in a bad way but like has rob ever made a mistake where you've been able to see it <laughs> and coco pointed um, out or something <laughs> i mean it- I think he he's definitely he's definitely like protective over Rob in a way like maybe not protective but I mean he was he was more nervous than Rob. I went to watch him in France in 2019 at the Worlds and Coco was extremely nervous. Rob's just, you know, Rob. And Coco's just walking around back and forth with his umbrella and his hat just oh yes, yes, <laughs> moving his hands everywhere. So yeah. it's it's interesting to see that for sure. That's cool. Yeah, because they've been training together for a while, so yeah. put a lot into it. Are yeah. they going overseas? Yeah, it sounds like Coco has a Coco has a lot of admiration for Rob. Yes, yes, uh, I think so. Which is great. It's a good relationship. I think everyone does. Makes sense. Makes sense. Do you He's have an, Do you have an update for what's going on with the Unlimited Worlds? Uh, we haven't. I've been on vacation and uh, I, Mark's been traveling. 
Not really. I don't, I don't really try. I try not to get into their business too much. Um, I know they're working through. Like, are they going? Different logistics. Yeah, they're going. So, okay. definitely, like, the next couple of weeks, I think, heading over there. But That's crazy. That's freaking yeah. awesome. It's about to go down. Yeah. Hell are yeah. you going to go? Are you going to try I'm to go? Not, unfortunately. Yeah. But you're going, right? Are you, You're the warm-up, right? Hell no. <laughs> you're not? <laughs> no way. I thought you were. <laughs> No, who told you that? I just made it up in my head, I guess. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'll be the warm-up pilot. Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey everybody right on Instagram, on Instagram, I'd like you to tag Jeff Petroselli and ask him ask him uh, about or congratulate him about being warm-up pilot for the uh, yes. U.S. Unlimited. Yeah. Yes. And, yes. and yes. make sure you tag SIVA, tag all the world teams. Yes. Tag SIVA. Yeah, please. Let Nick Buckingham know. <laughs> And I'm coming. Send him a personal email. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of homework going out to these people now today. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they, yeah, they like doing it. Yeah, they like doing it. Yeah, they like putting out. <laughs> oh, my God. So how – I want to talk about the Pits S2C yeah. and, and you flying that thing. Yes. But I don't know how to get into it. Um, Mark, you got to do your segue magic here. I don't have a great segue, other, although I do have a story, is that I, I think the first time I discovered you, Adam, was you made a highlight reel of you flying the S2C. Okay. And it was so fucking good, dude. It was so oh, good. thanks, man. And I just remember being like, holy shit, dude, this guy can fly the shit out of an S2C. Yeah, totally. And, um, there's certainly, you know, good pits practitioners out there in the world, but, like, that's one of those airplanes, especially now, like, you, like, as 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 the days go on and the airplanes get more monoplanier and carbon fiberier, yes. like we're losing <laughs> we're losing the biplanes, you right. know. And to see an S two C flown at you know, I would call it a high level, you know, definitely a high level. You're you're pushing the limits, I would right. say, I of the S two C to doing it really well to the yes. airplane's potential. Well, that's, that's what I mean. It's like it's not often you see an S two C flown like that. You know, maybe S ones, uh, sure you know, here and there, but the S2C, no, dude, you flew it beautifully. It was uh, so much fun to watch you fly. That was a cool era uh, of your flying that I, I very much like to watch. Yeah. I appreciate it, man. It was definitely, it was a crazy opportunity um, just to, to even like have access to that plane to begin with. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, like, so I'm, I was, what was I? uh, 20, 21, 22. Oh my God. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, I was a I was a brand new brand new flight instructor. <laughs> kind of what like, did you hey, respond guys. to like a Facebook ad like Dumovic? Like, oh, I'll fly an S two Z. Exactly. Mark, I'll like, come why, over. Except why can't this shit book. happen to us, Mark? What the fuck? Yeah, oh, dude. I well, don't know. No, it was uh, it was actually one of my students. The, the flight school called me and they're like, "Hey, there's this guy. He bought a brand new one seventy two. Do you want to go to the factory and pick it up with him?" Like, yeah, sure. Let's go. So I met the guy at Dulles airport where we lived and I had no idea what to expect. And I met him at the gate and he's just like, yeah, I wanted to buy a PC 12, but they said I should get a 172. Yeah. That's what I said. I was like, Oh, okay. Okay, man. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Like, all right, man, we can go do some Coke in the bathroom if that's what you like. (laughs) Yeah. I see what you're into. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and he kind of goes like, "Oh, so what do you want to do? Like, go to the airlines?" I'm like, no, I, I don't know. I kind of like flying aerobatics. He's like, 
what's aerobatics? And I tell him, and he gives me the same look, like, what? So we're kind of looking at each other, and he goes, well, you want to get a beer? Like, yeah, let's get a beer. So we went, and we started having a conversation, and this guy was super cool. I mean, like, got into all kinds of topics, really interesting conversation, so much so that we came back to the gate, and the plane was gone. Like, not even bored, like, gone. Pushed back, taxied away, everything. We missed missed the entire boarding process. And so I'm like, I was used to people getting mad about stuff like that. He just goes, huh, well, when's the next plane? Like tomorrow. Like, okay, well, buddy, you want to go to the bar? Like, um, (laughs) (laughs) what is going on? But yes, he goes, I will just figure it out. (laughs) And we went to the- This guy sounds awesome. I know. That's what I was thinking. And he's he's on his phone making a couple calls. And meanwhile, I'm showing him Rob Holland videos and- Red Bull Air Race videos, and he's like t- and telling him that it's you, probably right. Like, hey, this is <laughs> this is when I used to fly air shows. Check this out. <laughs> yeah, back in like, the day, you I might not recognize me. I, I kind of had a goatee back then, but uh... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was on some steroids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I shrunk twelve inches, but I'm cool now. <laughs> <laughs> back to my normal self. Yeah, yeah, I gotta can't make everyone else feel bad. Exactly. Yeah, let's no, bless but- him, Van Halen. <laughs> Uh, yeah yeah man <laughs> but this guy eventually like he just puts his phone down he's like well i got a learjet picking this up it'll be good like, are you ki- what dude see, that's what i said he's like i know i know i wanted the gulf stream but learjet will do so, <laughs> he said this to me, dude i'm like dude you were so cool so, yeah this guy's, this guy's doing it did yeah, we just man. become best friends <laughs> yeah <laughs> so i mean like i said i was 21 i'm like so how did you get super rich <laughs> I said it and he's like he's like buddy buddy you know Michael Jordan doesn't become Michael Jordan just on accident Tom Brady doesn't become Tom Brady just on accident and he you know talks about this ex- insane work ethic and I'm at 21 year I, mean, I was born in 1994 I'm like what is work like you have to yeah. work hard at stuff like, what this is crazy everyone's been lying to me I thought I could just believe <laughs> and it would all work out so <laughs> Um, but yeah, the, basically we picked up his plane and I didn't see him for several months. And then we started training him and he, uh, he's like, you really like this aerobatic stuff, don't you? I'm like, yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm like, well, let me help you like rent the decathlon here on the field. I'm like, no, it's okay, dude. Don't worry about it. So thing time went on and a couple months later, he said the same thing. I'm like, oh, it's okay, dude. And, uh, he just, he goes into the flight school like, Hey, um, slow playing him. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Playing hard. So long, does he? And it's playing hard to get, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah. eventually, you he just hands me a you gift card. You sexy tease. <laughs> he just handed me a gift card. And he was like, "Go fly, man! Like, go do it. You have to now." So that is awesome. But yeah, he God, that turned really into cool. him buying a pits over the course of like a year and a half. That is so, so cool. Did he fly any aerobatics with you? He flew like one time. He. He thinks it's amazing. He actually showed up to contest. I mean, the guy, like, he got all into it. He's he's met Rob and everybody, um, several of the, the guys on the team, I think, because he's, he's been to one or two camps. But uh, just a super guy. He just doesn't like to actually be in the airplane. He doesn't like Gs or anything like that. He did go from yeah. flying a 172 to a, an M2 Citation in two years by himself. So Jeez. It's, wow. He's a, he's a really good pilot himself. That is awesome. Yeah. Mark, how high is your jealousy meter right now? Is <laughs> oh, it pegged? Not so it, it's zero. Cause I, I I'm not a, I'm not really the jealous type. I'm more just like, man, that's freaking cool, dude. <laughs> dude. I, I really I that is freaking <laughs> cool. It's Every, freaking epic. Yeah. 
I feel like every time you amazing write, story. Like, you could write yeah. a book. Yeah, man. It would be like how an idiot <laughs> can do cool things. <laughs> I wouldn't call it that, but um. <laughs> we'll work on the title. Uh, but uh, so, you know. it's a working title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. working progress. Exactly. That is no, a that really is, cool story, is, man. This is very cool. That yeah. is really cool. It's it's oh it my sucks. god. Sometimes people ask me on on Instagram and stuff like, "Hey, man, like, how do I get into aerobatics?" And I mean, obviously, like, I think it's just like you guys would tell anyone. You you show up and you meet people and you become a part of the community. That's the best yeah, way to network. Do it. But I can't tell my story to people. It's just so unrelatable. Even, I mean, it, it was two years. I was waking up every day like, okay. I don't know. That I stuff happens all happening. the time, Adam. Right, right. It's totally normal. Totally normal. Yeah. For, for that a, story this is a, dozens of times. This is a, it's a Disney movie from the 1950s. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. The most fairy tale shit I've ever heard. And it I left is. one lift it's shoe so cool. at the FBO and he returned it to me. <laughs> I just happened to, he put the shoe on my foot and told me the S2B was mine. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so what made you go to the S2C though? So you were in a decathlon oh, yeah. learning and, and everything like that. So why not go into like a 300 L? Um, yes. So, I mean, yeah. I, at that point I didn't know anything. He didn't know anything about the sport. So I just, I mean, pen and paper just started calling people um nice but i knew and they'd be like well talk to this person talk to this person and eventually that led to the email to Goulian, and he responded and he said fly pits so i said cool i guess if Goulian says fly pits i'll fly pits and yeah uh this this gentleman uh rahul that uh helped me out he's looking at the email and he's like okay we need a pits so let's get a pits I'm like wow <laughs> oh my god <laughs> all right <laughs> Uh, this is over the court. This isn't all in one day, by the way. This is like over months. Uh, it's still crazy. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> you guys so are still at the bar. Yeah. He um he's so I found like a twenty five thousand dollar pits or something on Barnstormers. I'm like, what about this? Sweet. You know? Like I don't. He's buddy. Like no, this is no, just no. <laughs> he's like oh shaking my his God. head. Like you don't you don't understand how this goes. And he like he's smoking a cigarette. Like yeah, you know what, buddy? If you die doing this it's gonna be your fault not mine so we're gonna get a new one. Oh my god so that's that freaking cool yeah that led to so then you went and saw mr mr finnegan, mr. finnegan who was training me yeah he was i worked with him for the first year he's the half. man he is the man dude bill finnegan is so legend cool. i if i live that long i want to be as cool as him he's so yeah. he is amazing yeah now that's so cool and what was like your initial impression so like Obviously, you went to to Finnegan, got checked out, this and that. But um, first yeah. time up, it must have been a lot of airplane. It's a lot of airplane going from a decathlon. It really is. Yeah, I mean, it's when you call them, of course, to make the lesson. Like, oh, so you know, what do you want to do? Well, I thought we could do some touch and goes, and he does this. <laughs> okay, like you're not going to be doing <laughs> touch and goes first flight of the plane. But oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> 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 yeah. But oh, dude, that's freaking cool, off. man. Yeah, it's it's such an amazing plane. I think for fun, like out of any airplane ever, just for fun and joy of flight, that's got to be like one of the best, if not the best. Yeah, up there. That's yeah, so I would cool. absolutely agree with that. There's yeah. something about looking out and seeing the like your scheme was very close to the scheme uh, S2C that I flew, and it just seemed like the red, white, and blue and the pits scheme yes. and the biplane. And yeah, just like 
Oh, dude. It's just this so cool. cool. You can feel yeah, the wind. Yeah, yeah, perfect colors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, don't talk like that. Don't, don't, don't talk like that. <laughs> <laughs> Which part do you want to hear again? Sun in your face. <laughs> oh, God. No, they, you know, when I stretch my arms, I can <laughs> put my hands on I feel garbage. like I'm flying. Wait, what do you do when you fly? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, I'm trying to work Gen Pro into the conversation here. And, nice. uh, <laughs> nice. But, um, so you've, <laughs> You flew to pits a lot, and you won nationals too in the pits, right? Yeah, in twenty eighteen. Yes, that's freaking awesome. Um, yeah, congratulations on that. That's oh, thanks, man. Amazing. Um, and then, um, so what? It's just so cool, man. Like, so now you're in the MXS and flying with Rob. Did you think that, like, not if you didn't fly to pits and if you just went straight into a monoplane? I'm trying to like get at like why people need to like take steps into getting into these monoplanes. Um, how much harder or or longer would it be take would it have taken you to get to the point where you are now without flying to bits? Yeah, that's a. I think that's a really good question. Um, I think there's a lot to be said for managing. Like the decathlon is one thing. Um, the, the pits, it's like it has enough performance to where you can do a whole lot of things and it really expands your horizon. But you can also touch the limits relatively soon if you work really hard. There's an it. envelope. Yeah. Yes. And I'm not talking about yeah. like going and, and acting stupid. But if you, like, if you do it the right way and you stay high and you get training, you can touch those limits uh, without being some crazy super pilot. Um, yeah with the mx it's like i don't even know where the limits are i can't even see them like that's rob there is no yeah well i mean he finds that kind of stuff but what i'm saying is it would it would take a a lifetime Uh, maybe i'm exaggerating a little bit but it's there's just so much more there that i don't know that you'd have the lessons in managing um yourself as like as a pilot, you, you know what I'm saying? It's it, the, the stick yeah. skill is one thing, but the other one is that the mindset, um, the training mindset. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And That's... it's not, it's not talked about, um, the like flight envelope, um, and keeping it. I mean, obviously we all, we always talk about keeping an airplane within the flight envelope, but like the fact that like you can push a super D very easily to its limits without, yes. without much effort on it. Honestly, it depends on the maneuver, but um, without much effort, you can, you can push that thing to one of it, one of, or multiple limits at the same time, the pits kind of the same thing. It's like, okay, I can start, I can expand the horizon a little bit, but I can reach the end there. Like I know where the limit is. Yeah. And the, when I went from the pits, uh, the S2C to the extra, it, that was a huge j- jump in flight envelope. And yet yeah, the extra to the MXS is not even, it's not even a comparison. It's child's play. That's <laughs> so crazy to me. It's so crazy to me because, you know, I, I could, you know, you, you, you can nose over an extra uh, at speed and, and you can, you could get it up to V and E pretty quickly and then do some maneuvers and, and it's, you know, you're definitely going to load the airplane up quite a bit, but there's still no, I ne- I've never once thought that I was going to bend or break that airplane. Yes. And you're very rarely going to find the limit in an extra. I mean, certainly at the level I fly, but even, you know, um, in advanced, maybe unlimited now, but 
to, to look at the flight envelope differences between an MXS, um, even in the 330SC for that matter, but especially the MX, it's it's crazy. It's crazy to think about because there, oh, you really, nuts. yeah, you, you really think that there's no limit. Yeah, I mean, and you can see what <laughs> happens. Very very have, far away, right? When you put Rob in there, you can see what kind of stuff happens. That's what's so, so crazy, and and the fact that he can just take that airplane up and he. He has to have a rock solid lights out air show routine that he doesn't think about at all. So it's, it's that down pat. Right. Then he, he's working on um, all of his sequences for uh, a competition season, uh, which would be, you know, obviously flying the known working on, you know, potential unknowns, I'm sure. And then obviously uh, free. And then I don't know how many times a year he goes and he's just like, you know what? all that experimental shit I have in my notebooks that I got to keep working on. I'm going to go work on that too. And he's, oh, he's, he goes in, and invents shit. Yeah. He's got it's a million insane. things. He's got the Frisbee, the yo-yo, the bouncy ball, the crane, like, <laughs> the crane <laughs> inside double. Yeah. Just like all these freaks. He's definitely got at least two in his pocket that he's just waiting for somebody to like, be like, Oh, I see your Frisbee. I'm going to do this. And I'll be like, Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. I did this back in 2012. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, haven't sh- I haven't shown anybody. <laughs> I almost forgot best, about this maneuver. The best thing you can do is like at the end of camp days. Sometimes we'll like. I remember me and Monique were were sitting, and Rob's flying. He's like, "All right, just start giving me stuff." So we're creating like the most horrific figures that you could possibly imagine, <laughs> <laughs> and he's doing them. It's so satisfying. I don't know. He didn't talk to me for a long time after that, though. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that. So funny. Yeah. That would be the funnest thing ever. Rob should charge. I would pay, I would pay 500 bucks to sit there for 30 minutes and be like, okay, three quarter outside flick up. Yeah. It's right so side, cool. Uh, to watch. Hammerhead. Yeah. One and a half flick down. It's like, <laughs> like you're in control and then just of your like, own show. <laughs> it's an RC airplane that you don't have to control. You just get to control it. Yeah, it's like having like, like it's like an Alexa. Yeah. Hey Alexa, yeah. can you order me a three quarter flick up and uh tail slide? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that can be his call sign. Volume down, oh, rap. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. So, what's your Adam, Adam? So, um, I think it goes not goes without saying, but are you're definitely going to nationals because you're going to crush it? Um, are you going to do any regionals this year, or what's the what's the competition forecast like for you? It's probably just going to be nationals. I would love to do regionals. I just between work and like borrowing Rob's plane, the regionals kind of go out the window there. But eventually, it would be nice to to get back to doing those because I think it's awesome, especially like getting to know the community. That's probably the biggest part of it. The people are the best part. Yeah, and your local chapter just had a hell of a contest. They did. They did. Yeah. 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 Up there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are you close with Adam? The other Adam? Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't talk to him that much, but uh, super cool guy. He's definitely helped me out. Anytime I oh, he's the man. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, okay, so you're going to Nationals. Are you going to – do you know – are you going to fly to MX2 or the MXS I or the think, MX3? I think it's the ML, dude, the <laughs> MX3. That one That one doesn't come out for another year or so. It's <laughs> yeah. hot. It's actually yeah, – It's way hotter three, than the, the uh, GB2. Yeah, it's going to be three-seat tandem. Just like those jet skis. Yes. <laughs> oh, we got to get into that. Yeah. Okay. Someone needs to make memes of that. Like, yeah. That's 
Um, no, um, I think it's actually might be the MXS at Nationals because the two needs to be out in California for Mr. Matt Hall to do a show in, I believe. So Matt might, Hall, ooh. ooh, ooh, Matt Hall's coming out here to do a show. He might be in your area, sir, Mr. Mark. Oh, is he doing uh, Huntington Beach? I, you know what? That's a good. I don't actually know the one. It, that might be it. That might be it. He's he's Whoa. stuttering. That means yeah. That means yes. He's stuttering. That means yes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Gotcha. <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> I just walked around and oh, don't that's know cool. details. So yeah, but yeah, no, it'll be super cool. <laughs> Hell yeah! Dang, he um, he hasn't been out here since uh, Red Bull days. I I don't think. I do not know. I do not know the answer to that, but it should be good. All right, yeah, so that's cool. let's get right into it. Uh, perfect segue. Um, Air race. You're in it. Where do we start? I mean, you you Where went over to Europe start? and did some training, I guess. I mean, take us through it, like from like yeah, start man. to where we're at now. Basically, I uh, I was getting Starbucks one morning, and I was listening to they did like a podcast when they first announced that they were bringing it back um, from Red Bull that, that somebody else had had acquired it, and they said, "Yeah, we're we're doing this thing." Um, Is it the guy where- who bought the pits with you and the Learjet? Yeah, it's the same guy. He, he, <laughs> he bought the whole race so that I could do it. Yeah. 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 Hey, man, I was thinking <laughs> about racing. Right. All right, give me a second. <laughs> <laughs> give me like five business days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they, they basically said stuff about they're going to hold um, a training camp and they were going to take uh, applications. So I thought, huh, that sounds interesting. And I, I called Rob because Rob trains me. Uh, he knows me the most. And I asked him. Hey, do you think like would you support the idea if I applied to this? Because if Rob says uh, no, then I wouldn't want to do it. You know, it's that's one of those things as you guys know with flying this kind of stuff. It's it's good to have mentors and and listen to them and be trained by them. So he said, yeah, throw, throw your hat, you know, throw your name in the hat. And I talked to Mike shortly after that, Senior Gulian, and uh, got a lot it's of the Don. It's the Don. By the way, the Don, the Don, <laughs> <laughs> the Don, the, yes. Um, and he, he helped me out a lot. We had a, a few conversations about it and we ended up actually doing a camp. He and Rob were working on some stuff together and I happened to, to be there as well. And at the end of that camp, he said, um, you know, I know you've expressed your interest in doing this. Tell you what, like, um, here's, here's the email. I'm going to write you a recommendation. It was it was so cool just to have that experience. Um, oh my god, after, that's wow. so cool! After training for a few days, yeah, so really humbling. Um, but yeah, then the we, you know we sent some videos in of ourselves, kind of explaining why we wanted to be there, and they uh, they invite us for a training camp, and it was last October, so it was a week of training with uh, for those that watched the the race stuff. Steve Jones, he was uh, training, and then uh, Klaus Schrode as well. And some uh, some other probably familiar faces. It was just Jeez. a great group. Yeah. It was a lot of super cool Steve people. Steve Jones, man, air racing legend. Dude, Steve Jones is awesome. Um, he's so cool. Like he's another one of those guys where he's just sort of having breakfast, and you're like, man, like how are you just so cool? You know what I mean? You're Steve. How Jones. Are you eating breakfast? Yeah. yeah. How do you even <laughs> eat eggs that way, bro? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but just a fan. Just, are you just you're drinking just, coffee right now? You're just trying to mimic him, but fucking it up. <laughs> <laughs> well, he has like an answer to any kind of a thing. I, some, I don't know what the conversation was, but they were talking about something. And he goes, yeah, well, when you're rotating, 
in the you know the 109s they tend to do this and the characteristics and that's different from the p47s where they'll do that and you know like dude what how do you even have all this knowledge like have you done everything what hey you man i done? flew a 150 with 50 degrees of flaps <laughs> <laughs> yeah yes. like how do you like how do you relate how do you sit down and like i mean you listen obviously and and you learn yeah. but like it's just oh my god it's crazy like the experience and the and everything they've done and to be a part of it. It's like, holy right, shit. <laughs> right. So how did the training go? Like what'd they start you out in? It was awesome. So we were flying actually 300 L's. Um, and it started out doing like a, a checkout to make sure that I guess nobody faked their way there. So go up with somebody else and go fly. Um, which was amazing. We were flying with the blades, uh, over in the UK in some of their airplanes. So I flew with, um, one or two of their members, one of them, Ben Murphy, those, some people would probably know him. He's cool. Yeah, the man. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, okay, cool. You can fly aerobatics. Good job. And then from there it was, let's do some, um, you know, like race cubanates. They call it the vertical turn maneuver, but basically turning around vertically. Okay. Do it at 500 feet, do it at 400 feet, 300, come back down, slowly work to the surface. But the entire time, it was extremely stressed, like mindset. Um, don't push yourself. Do not try to be fast. Do not try to fly well, but fly safe is what I mean. Um, that mm-hmm, was yeah. the priority for absolutely everything. And of course, Steve is sitting there with his notebook, just watching everyone. Like you can like, as you go to the canopy and open it, you can feel his eyes just burning into you. Like, how are you opening the oh, canopy? God. <laughs> how are you setting the seatbelts? And then he's writing in his notebook, like, oh, I just failed. So, <laughs> <laughs> what are you writing down there? What yeah, are you writing down? <laughs> but it did was you see awesome. anybody do any like crazy dangerous stuff? Uh, not no. on purpose or no? Um, it was thankfully we had a, a safe camp. Everything was nice. was smooth and yeah, learned a lot. I mean, that was it was just like information overload. Sort of try to take everything in and and keep that mindset of of learn. And push yourself to uh, to do well, push your limits, but don't push it beyond safety. That's the interesting thing. I mean, we're, aerobatics in general is kind of extreme, but you want to keep it within a certain limit. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Well, that's yeah. really exciting. Racing, you've seen that. You know, we've seen that in the past. You know, it's like you you are really right up to the line, and it's not very often. I mean, I guess you you know you see it every now and again in contests where somebody will you know. Uh, they'll pull a little too hard and yeah, you know, accelerate a stall a little bit and get a little bit of buffeting. But and we've seen that in air racing a few times, and I, yes. I, I feel like the stakes are higher in air racing in that regard than uh, in competition. Not just because you're lower, but that certainly uh, doesn't help. But I mean, speaking of Matt Hall, I mean, yeah. nobody remembers um, him almost eating a big plate of shit. Yes, yeah. we had we watched um, several videos like that in our, our ground school sessions talking about that kind of thing. Yeah. One of the bad ones that's not, well, there's a couple of bad ones, but well, Alex, you Adam, what do you think the worst, um, either pylon hit or stall out or whatever that happened in Red Bull? Oh, I mean, that's, that's probably like a good question for one of the guys that's been involved in it, like more long-term. Oh, Cause man. I know there's some stuff that's like probably only they know about, Mark, um, he's really good at not answering questions. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I know, like, 
I see well, Adams uh, preparing for a career in politics. <laughs> yeah, that's like I get it. We'll we'll answer, Mark. What's your what do you think your top one is? <laughs> um, honestly, uh, you know, in terms of public public eye, um, Matt Halls is is pretty freaking scary, man. That, I would have to say, I would have to say, um, the number one is I think Paul Bonham's when he had the. Uh, the uh, pylon wrap around his wing, and I made him like roll oh. inverted, and then he had to push yeah. out. Yeah, that was that was a bad one. Did he? Yeah. Did he also rip off his winglet on that? I think there was one where somebody ripped a winglet off. And then Steve Jones, I think, grayed out and and hit the buckle, yes. the lower buckle of the pylons in like Arizona and some. Yep, he hit the dude. He hit the rocks. Did he? I know he hit I'm the wheel. Almost pan. positive. Yeah, that's. But I think I think that was on the ground. I I'm almost. I'd have to go watch it again. I'd that ask Adam, really but he wouldn't answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, man. No, we get it. <laughs> so, somewhere, somewhere, Steve Jones is writing his notebook right now. He's like, "All right, you know what? He you didn't talk about me. All right. I know he scarred mm. me. That can't do anything. How are you eating your ass? Yeah. Oh, I'm a stick. Uh, <laughs> actually, like, Klaus was talking about one hit where it like collapsed in on the plane and it was dragging him down in a ballistic oh arc towards the water. Like, he, yeah, so. That had to be like a poopy pants moment for sure. Oh yeah. Well think yeah. about like Peter Bessonier, you know, one of the pioneers of Red Bull. I mean, how they got to the current iteration of Pylon to which right. uh uh air uh, world air race uh or air race world championship, right? Uh, or world air race. What car? World championship air racing. There we go. World championship air racing. it took me a second. Um bought, right? Basically bought the rights, bought the pylons, bought the equipment. Right. If I remember correctly. Um, I mean, you got to imagine what iteration that is, right? What revision is that? And, you know, for <laughs> Peter to go out there and just like start smacking air filled pylons and be like, you know what? Yes. That was a little too tough. Dude, they <laughs> have these, know, like, they have these bit. epic videos of like original pylons and then they have like wings mounted to the tops of cars and they just drive by and run into them. It's so <laughs> awesome. Like, Hold my beer. Man. Yes. Yes. Bye, Georgie. <laughs> I think this will work. <laughs> <laughs> That's the crazy thing, though, is like, you know, for every public pylon hit and scary moment we've seen, can you imagine the behind the scenes, the practices, the the workups? And That's what I'm saying. What we yeah, dude, seen? imagine. It's like imagine all the stuff that you've gone through in aerobatics personally in those kind of couple of moments where you're like, oh, like that was awkward. Yeah. Yeah, because you suck, Mark. There's <laughs> yeah. another one of those subtle digs. <laughs> what was it? Lots, lots of mistakes? That's my nickname. Uh, tons of mistakes. Tons of mistakes, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny. Um, yeah. Geez, Luis. So um, when is the – everything – COVID really is annoying. kind of fucked up. Every, it dude, it fucks everything up. What's? Do you have any updates or – Best thing is probably just go to the website and just see what they're saying, kind of. Yeah, I mean, they're definitely working super hard on it. And I don't have the most up-to-date info, but they're working towards having uh, the race in Australia this year. And the couple of locations that they've mentioned, they're they're like, it's ongoing talks to make them happen. So when, yeah. I don't know, but I know they're working really hard on it. And I hope they can bring it back. I'm sure it's not an easy task by any means. No. Do we know... Do we know what the holdup is? Is it is it just logistics of of permitting or location approval? Honestly, you, you, I you know? I really actually don't know that. Um, I'm sure, like with anything, that it's 
quite complicated if I had to guess. Oh yeah. Um, so absolutely. I yeah. Plus, I mean, it's, it's gotta take like tons of money, I imagine. <laughs> so yeah. Crazy yeah. money. Yeah. Astronomical undertaking. Yes. Yes. So I'll call my guy. I mean, there's a reason why it took Red Bull to do it. Yeah. Right. Jeez. <laughs> oh, we can do it. And they lost their ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I, I'm looking forward to it. I miss, I miss air racing. I actually really, really, um, for some reason, you know, like competition never really like grabbed me the way it's grabbed you guys. But I right. just, I remember watching Red Bull and, and being, I could not believe because I always loved aerobatics. I still, I'm obsessed with aerobatics and to see aerobatic pilots, fly aerobatically in a non-aerobatic way if that makes sense i mean obviously there's some you know you got your half cubans in there and 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 a few recognizable figures to an aerobatic pilot but just to see uh a limit pushed in another way and and how the sport evolved and seeing all the legends that were a part of it i don't know man there's something like i think i don't think we talk about how cool that is oh yeah and that was how cool and and how much work and dedication like you know you get a taste of it just like uh acro training or or competition training like getting a taste of the race stuff it's like wow like clearly these guys put just tons of work into mastering this like you don't just oh yeah yeah it's just it's wild i mean i like watching uh gullian's run at indy it's just like that kind of such a smooth run it's it's so cool to uh to see oh, and just... seeing how how people took the lines you know and especially when you had the um like any like the vertical yeah anytime there was a vertical reversal right of if people you know h- how they took that it was always so fascinating to watch that yes yeah yes. i i was a huge fan man i was a huge fan i thought i think to pull that off on that scale red bull doesn't get enough credit it was a worldwide yeah. series with yeah. the best pilots on the planet and Huge teams. I mean, you know, look at the legends. Look at the aerobatic talent that just came there to sweep the floors and and give critiques to those legendary pilots. You know, you know the likes of Ben Freelove. You know, Yuichi yeah. was on the team. Yeah. Um, dude, you have a bunch of people that are inserting themselves into those teams that had real expertise. It was, yeah. I, I don't know. I wish we would. I, I really hope it comes back in the same capacity. I mean, look what they did in New Bowl. York. Remember they did it in New York. It, it, like, like what? Can you after 9/11 or the something? Lo- yeah, the logistics that yeah. that kind of occur. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, they did it in San Francisco for two years. Right. I mean, like hats off to that. That's really huge. impressive. Yeah. Huge. I, I got to see it both years in San Francisco. I saw it both years in San Diego, or it was at least one year in San Diego. I, I think I saw it both years in San Diego. Um, that was when Hannes Arch hit a pelican. Nice. Oh my god. Yeah, that was crazy. That did a, that that did a bunch of damage. Um. And uh, I saw it in Vegas too. Oh my god, you really traveled for this shit, dude! I I loved it, man. I really did. I I just thought it was the coolest thing. I I loved what Red Bull was was about, and then just to see that, I was like, okay, they get me. Red Bull gets me. They get me. <laughs> yeah, they make me feel special. Yeah, yeah. That's and, cool, man. And it was just, and it just got to the point. Not to, I'm gonna get off of my fucking air race obsession here in a second, but like, it really, it stopped at the worst time because you really had these teams. That they went from aerobatic pilots flying aerobatic airplanes just as fast as they could around pylons, and then when they were finished, they tumbled a little bit and everybody clapped to real race programs. I mean, legit yeah. race programs. I mean, you look at 
Gulian's freaking uh, edge. You look at some of these airplanes and you're just like, Jesus Christ, dude, they were serious race planes that uh, like that have never been done. Right. Uh, like that ever. Right. Oh uh, yeah. God. We have, we have Reno and you have the formula, you have formula and then you have, you know, sport and super or just sport now, but you had super sport. They, they combined, but it's like, dude, these airplanes were sick and, yeah. and they were just starting to kind of get it. You know what I mean? The teams were just kind of starting to, to get into the field and, and the technology was catching up and a lot of, aerodynamic stuff i don't know i loved it man i'm i can't wait for it to come back i really hope it does yeah they were throwing some serious money into those airplanes too yeah oh yeah serious was, money yeah jeez Louise. it's one of those things but, where uh, like it's it's such a cool sport like we're talking about but it's it's getting that to be relatable to everyone just like competition uh, same thing with racing that i think that's where the challenge is i mean people yeah. know what it's like to drive a car so like formula one is naturally going to be cool because you're like wow there's at least some reference point, but for like 3D yeah. planes zipping all over the place, it's like, I don't know. Like I played GameCube once or whatever, and they have planes. So which, and it's yeah. not their fault. Like, so how do we transfer the experience and the excitement to them? I guess that's one of the biggest questions. I, I think Red Bull had it really close. Um, I, I think the fact that they didn't allow outside sponsorship is probably their biggest downfall, you know, because you could have got real major, major sponsors in on that and you know it was already on tv but it could have been a little bit more of a a television spectacle but i mean everyone that i went to was packed Mm -hmm. with people thousands of people went to go watch it so i don't know i mean yeah clearly it's more niche than auto racing auto racing has its you know sure they're they're embedded you know i mean they've decades and decades and decades of um of content i guess is for lack of a better word to where, you know, people have been growing up with there's generations that grow up on it and air racing is just so young. It is. Yeah. But I hope it, I, I can't wait, man. I can't wait to watch you race around the pylons, dude. That's going to be so sick, man. Yeah. It's uh, definitely ridiculously excited. So I, can we sponsor you? Absolutely. man. <laughs> I love it's it. Like $10 million. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, easy. Checks in the mail. Easy. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna run to the airport and hopefully run into somebody. <laughs> yes. dude. That's all you got to do. Just go. Just plan a flight to the Cessna factory. You'll you'll meet someone along your path. Oh my god, that's it. <laughs> that's it. Before we dude. move on from uh, air racing, I gotta ask because was that the first time you'd flown an extra? Was flying a three hundred so, blades three hundred L? I had zero extra time and. Thankfully, um, Jesse and Luke are wonderful Canadians. They were down in the 300L. And so I flew with Luke Penner in the, uh, the 300L at Nationals. And that was my first Oh, my God. Fight. You got to yes. talk about that. Dude, it was amazing. Um, like, you know, pressure from the contest was off. So we were just out having fun. He's one of, Luke's one of those guys, like such a natural instructor, like really good. Allows you to, you know, have fun with it. Um, gives you the pointers that you need for that specific mission. So it was just a lot of fun. And there's definitely video because, uh, you know, remember we were going to do a wheels down tail slide uh, and it changed to a wheels up at the last moment. I don't know if you're doing <laughs> me. Yeah. Oh, you weren't there. No, I had to leave. That's right. Anyway, that happened. And so I messed that one up. I didn't zero it, but it was really terrible. And Luke had. Oh, wait, what are you talking about? Nationals? And nationals. Yeah. So basically there's video out there of me. What doing- year? Last year. 
Oh, I wasn't at Nationals last year. That's right. Why? Yeah. Um, he won and was like, "I'm never going back." <laughs> He's like, "I'm graduated. I don't need to go back." Done. Yeah, I'm yeah. done. I'm Play done. with these fuckheads. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. I think um, I, I I couldn't tell you. Maybe work or COVID. I forget. I'll blame whatever. Whatever. Did it? Uh, did it even happen? <laughs> no. Yeah, it happened. National. You're, you're talking about. Sorry, I thought you were talking about two years ago. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm thinking. I'm getting. Um, I love. I Disregard. love all the ADD going on right now. It's fantastic. <laughs> I know. I know. We're all confused. <laughs> but no, it was awesome. The flight was Lucas cool. There's definitely video. We did the tail slide. The engine quit. I want a screenshot of that video still of our faces. Of like, oh, whoops. <laughs> I hate it when that happens. <laughs> yeah, right. Such an. It really is annoying. Um, it never feels, it never gets, uh, it just never doesn't feel like crap and scare the <laughs> crap out of you. It was, yeah, it was a beautiful tail slide though. If I do say so myself. So no, uh, no interesting things with Luke, like anything we can, uh, pick on him for. Did the plane smell like maple syrup <laughs> and, and denim and denim? Uh, and what are those, the, the things that he brings Marco Mars bars? Is that what they're called? The candies? Um, that might be illegal. He, um, I don't know if he, we should call TSA because I don't think he can bring that across the border. We should. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> that's how I'm, that's how I'm going to beat Luke in nationals next time. Yeah. As soon as he's like strapping in a TSA agent, it's going to be like, excuse me, uh, excuse me sir. Mr. Penner. I need you to get out of the airplane. <laughs> he'll be like, he'll be like, sorry. <laughs> Is this your Mars bar? <laughs> And I'll be like, oh, sorry, what is this a boot? <laughs> I didn't put that there. It'd be like video camera of me, footage of me like earlier that day, like stuffing his plane with Mars bars. <laughs> Dude, imagine, what is like, this fatter looking Luke doing? <laughs> doing a belt check and you just get hit in the head with a bunch of Mars bars. That'd be awesome. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. That's really funny. Um, Shit. Yeah. So, anything, uh, <laughs> anything interesting with Luke? <laughs> I, I think we've squeezed the last drop out of that one <laughs> of, the, of the proverbial maple syrup. <laughs> so, so yeah, about Luke. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm just thinking in my head, like this is like an, it's supposed to be like a really well, it's not supposed to be a really good aviation podcast, but it's just so ridiculous what we talk about sometimes. <laughs> it really is. It really is. Um, oh. gosh, and it's what? so much damn fun. If it's you a had to guess what Luke Penner was going to get next, because Luke needs to get a, uh, he needs to move out of that station wagon and into <laughs> a uh, single hole. Um, what are you thinking? Edge 540, MXS, SC. If you had to guess what he was going to get, what would you pick? Oh, if I had to guess, oh man, I don't. I would. I would like to see him in an MX for sure. That would be cool. That'd be really yeah. cool. Oh my god, that's my worst nightmare. That's everybody's he, he, worst nightmare. He would nightmare. tear it up, man. He would tear it up. God damn that boy. I would love to see yeah. him in a gen, in a Gen Pro. That would make me sleep better at night. That would if he went. Yeah, if he went to a Gen Pro, that was a good way to bring that into the conversation. I like that. That was smooth. Thank you. that was good. That was smooth. Thank you. That was smooth. Yeah. Thank you. Je- Jeff is like Mr. Segway. Mr. Segway. <laughs> I'm like yeah. Paul. I'm like Paul Blart. <laughs> Bart, bro. Bart. I like it. Yes. Yeah. Um, gosh, let's get into some corporate talk. So, what's your favorite jet to fly? Um, well, I've flown two, so 
Uh, one was a Citation, the other was a Learjet. I'm going to have to go with the Learjet. Why does everybody love the Lear so much? It's like a pilot's plane, whatever man. that means. Everybody likes to say it. It's just cool, man. It's got cable controls and tons of power. Okay. Yep. I have zero jet experience, so... That's good that's for you. Why Lear is like... <laughs> what, Lear, uh, what Lear were you flying? We're on the 60. Okay, that's a good jet. Yeah, it's like the... What, you Did you used to fly corporate, Mark? I thought you did, right? I did. Yeah, um, I flew the 35, Lear 35 and the 55. Okay. Um, was, that was my first jet. I've heard the 55 is like an underpowered 60. It's a colossal pile of worthless dog shit. Yeah, that's what ev- shot in the face. Okay, that's what I've heard. <laughs> that's all I've heard. Yeah. It's, it's the biggest piece of shit. Yeah. It literally is the biggest piece of shit. It's, it's it, you know, what's funny is the Lear 55 is basically what the 737 is now. It's it's what should have been a Lear 60, and they kept a couple things the same to keep the LR jet type rating, so they didn't have to have a new type rating. And it's, uh, so it's got like, it's like almost a 60, but underpowered. It's got the crappy avionics from a 50 uh, from a 35, and the same, I think the same brakes and wheels from a 35. And it's just like this weird, like okay, it was like oh, we're not quite ready for the Lear 60 yet, so we're just gonna make this weird shit airplane, and. Voila. Yeah, that sounds there gross. A Lear 55. The 60 is yeah, really cool. It's terrible. The 60 is fun. That's a real, that's, that was a great airplane. Yeah. I never flew it, but uh, I know enough about it to know it's a great airplane. Sure. Sure you do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I sure. mean, it's fun, man. It's work. I, I just like listening to music and looking at clouds. So it's a great way to make money. That's it. That was a great that's opportunity it, for you to mention that you listened to the podcast, but you didn't. <laughs> Hey, man, I do, actually. I've definitely commuted to work listening to the podcast before. Thank you. Yeah. Love that. <laughs> um, any cool, like, I'm trying to like think of questions because I know you, you, you got to, there's privacy with some of the clients you fly, but um, any celebrities you fly or anything weird ever happened on a, on a flight or um, detours? Yes, to all of these things. Oh geez. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we fl- like we don't fly tons of celebrities, uh, but definitely a, a handful. Um, yeah, like, I feel like you know, like the top end, like for rappers, for example, I think the, the lower end probably not going to be as cool personally as maybe the pros that have been around for a while. So okay, that's what I'll say about that in particular. Maybe Mark can answer that. Have you? Because you're not. Um... It would be like an NDA, right, Mark? I'll, I'll name drop. I haven't signed any NDAs. I'll yeah. name drop everybody. Drop drop it like it's hot. Oh, my God. I can't believe I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, dude. boy. Ten points. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's hot. That's kill hot. My, kill so myself hot. right now. <laughs> God, I love it. Yeah. Man, that's, that's, that's great. Um, gosh, I mean, I've flown tons of golf pros, and I'm not into golf, but – um, yeah. when I would tell people who I'm flying, they'd be like, holy shit, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and it was always like fun, fun places to fly into too. Like, you know, you fly them in a pebble or, uh, God, what's the one on the East coast. That's huge. Um, Trump Augusta. international, Trump international, no, fly, uh, fly <laughs> golf pros into Augusta, you know, mm. um, I flew Jerry Seinfeld a few times. Nice. Oh, cool. Um, he was, he was all right. What do you uh, say? To, what do you say to a guy like Jerry Seinfeld? Like. Hey, Jer. 
Oh, so, you know, hey, Mr. Seinfeld, welcome. That's about it. He yeah. wasn't very talkative. Most of them are not very talkative. That's yeah. I mean, it's just like, I yeah. imagine if you go to the airport to go fly somewhere, you don't want people asking you what's up. So, yeah, <laughs> we flew when you're flying private. Like, that's why. Yeah. We had like a, an NFL quarterback a couple of weeks ago, and it's the same thing. Like, they come into the airport and everyone's like, oh, how's it going? Like, it's good, man. Thanks. Like, let me do my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just walk now? Right. Can I please just, yeah, exactly. Do you like go up to Tom Brady and be like, hey, Tommy, like, I feel you, man. Like, everybody coming up to me with this car racing with world champions. I, I get it, man. <laughs> so much, dude. You have to fight them off. Everybody is going to be, exactly. Yeah. Dude. It's just crazy. Like, hey. All these. All these dickheads keep asking me what it's like to fly the MXS. I just, I just shrug and walk away. Yeah, man, I feel you. If you ever need a shoulder to lean on, I'm here. <laughs> My coworker was telling – I can tell his secondhand story because it doesn't matter. It was with a different company. It's not mine. But he said he flew George Carlin. And I guess like the the other pilot had pissed him off because he took like my coworker aside and he's like gave him like a bag of cash and he's just like here you go go get high like screw the other guy don't give him any money. Oh my god! <laughs> that sounds wow. exactly like George Carlin. Awesome. That Jeez. sounds like some George Carlin shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Um. Yeah, I don't want to like say anything like in flight emergency stuff because not good to talk about that stuff. Uh-huh. But any kind of yeah. any kind of trips worth talking about. Uh, where like I feel the red dot on my chest right now. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> Mark, you have any good corporate That's... stories? Oh fuck yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> yeah, he knows. He knows. So, what's one that like stands out? Oh man, I'll never forget this one as long as they live. Okay, so this is when I flew for NetJets, uh, which is a very, very prominent, yeah, fractional jet ownership company. Um, Largely the most recognizable private jet company on the planet. You get the coats and everything. Um, oh, yeah. Full, oh, yeah. Full uniform. Uber oh, black, yeah. right? Only, oh. You're only allowed to use Uber black? Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. That That's highlight. all I booked. Mm. Hell, yeah. <laughs> Uber black. Uh, so I'm flying. Uh, I was flying the Phenom 300. And I uh, we had a uh, reposition to Austin to pick somebody up to fly to Aspen. Nice. And uh, – we have uh, an app called Waypoint that was developed by NetJets and it's like all the in-house scheduling. So like we never talk to anybody when they want to schedule for something, they literally just push it to your phone and it comes up as a notification like, Hey, you have a trip now. You're like, Oh, okay. Um, and we get passenger profiles. We order food. We do everything through this app. It was like really, really cool and robust. Um, and so we're flying along and I'm like looking through the passenger, um, uh, like the profile notes of who we're picking up. And it's this kid who's like a trust fund baby of a guy who made a bunch of like sporting, like gaming equipment or, or like practice equipment. So like if you wanted to practice, um, I don't know, hitting, hitting a golf ball at home, he made the like nets and the little enclosure. So you could like slap balls into a net without it breaking windows. And same thing with like lacrosse and all this, anyway, all this other stuff that like he was, uh, a billionaire with a B nice. And this was his son and his son. And they're all, there's always all kinds of funny notes in there. Like, eh, he's not very talkative or, Hey, this guy likes to not wear shoes. And he kind of smells like literally stuff like that. Like oh, it gives you, you the whole the lowdown. Nice. It's great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so, um, I'm reading this. I'm like, this guy sounds kind of odd, but whatever. And, uh, we land in Austin airplanes ready to go. I, I go inside and, um, I go to the bathroom 
before because they're like, you know, guys about to show up. And I'm in the, I'm peeing at the urinal and this guy comes next to me, no shoes on in the bathroom Hmm. and he's reeks of alcohol and he's like stumbling up to the urinal next to me to pee. And I just kind of like, you know, you do one of those like half looks next to you to be like, what the fuck's going on here? And, uh, I finish peeing, I go wash my hands and then I, I see out of the corner of my eye, this guy kind of like stumble back, pull up his, Oh, and he, <laughs> he peed, he pulled his shorts and underwear down to pee at the urinal. Okay. Oh, this is a grown oh, man. He was that guy. Yeah. He oh. did one of the six year old, like I'm an, I'm a big boy going to go pee now thing. Dude. Um, and I'm like, this is fucking weird, dude. This is really weird. And <laughs> I go back out of the bathroom and you know, uh, the guy was fine with was like, Hey, our, our guys here. I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Um, I'll go outside. And he was like, no, no, you stay in here um, and greet him. I'll go outside and be at the airplane in case he drives out. I'm like, okay. And one of the FBO, um, this is at, uh, was it Signature in Austin? Yeah. Comes up and is like, hey, uh, this is your guy. And I think he might be kind of drunk. And I'm like, that's the guy I just saw in the bathroom. That's the guy we're flying. I'm like, oh, fuck. The guy comes up, hands me his shoes. Like, like oh, as, as if it were serious? his bags. Nah, hands dude, me his get shoes. Out of here. I'm like, oh, wow. dude, what the fuck? And and he had his golf clubs. I'm like, okay, um, this is really, this is very, very not cool, very odd. And I go to carry that stuff out, and as I'm walking out, one of the line guys comes up and says, "Hey, uh, I don't know for sure, but I think your guy drove here, and I think he just got into a massive car accident." And I'm like, <laughs> "What? What? What do you t- What do you mean? He's right here." He's like, "No, uh, like his car." hit a bunch of cars in the Atlantic part. So there's two FBOs next to each other in Austin. Uh, for those that are listening that don't know, there's Atlantic and Signature that are right next to each other. And we were at Signature and Atlantic was right next door. And the guy had raced. I, I don't know how this ended up happening. I wish I saved the pictures too, because I took pictures of the car, but he had like a like a BMW, a very expensive BMW. He had raced through a stoplight or a stop sign, went up an embankment, hit the cars in the Atlantic parking lot, came down, went through a fire hydrant, ended up on the lawn. The guy left his shit there, got his golf clubs out, and walked into the FBO. And I'm not kidding. <laughs> Sounds like a movie. This is, this is on my kids. Guys, on my kids, this is a 100% true story. Dude. I wish I was exaggerating. This is 100% a true story. And it, it's not even finished. So <laughs> It gets better. This is I'm Tuesday, like, okay. two o'clock. <laughs> Dude, no, it literally was like this was not a Friday party thing. It was so crazy. Dude. The guy had a buddy with him. Nobody said anything. Okay, nobody said a thing. And so we're we're you know kind of wheel or like having them come out. And before they get outside, I'm like, you know, tell the line the uh, line lady at the FBI, like, hey, keep them in the air. I got to go talk to the captain. So I go run to the airplane. I'm like, hey, here's what's going on. This guy's pissed drunk. And he just totaled his car and totaled a bunch of other cars out in the parking lot and left his car there and is trying to basically flee the scene of an accident. And he's like, you're shitting me. And I'm like, no. And I go through the whole thing I just told you guys. And at Signature, there's um, it's like a sheriff helicopter unit is like based right there. And so the, the sheriff was right there. And I, and I go in there. I'm like, hey, um, here's what's going on. And I give him the whole story and I just told him what's going on. And they they're like, oh, we just heard that. We just heard this on the radio. That's this guy. He's right in there. I'm like, yeah. He came so, to you. You didn't have to think, oh, 
<laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah. This is the easiest arrest you're going to make today. Yeah. Mark, you're like a modern-day Dick Tracy. Dude, it was wild. And so we were like, what do you want us to do? And they're like, okay, well, we don't want him to run. So have him go on the airplane and stall. Okay. And we're like, well, we don't want him on the airplane because if he gets on the airplane and doesn't refuse to get off, then it's a whole thing. And they're like, well, we'll drag him out if he refuses. I'm like, okay, I want to see some. I, I'm absolutely game to see this shit go down. Yeah. And take so his we shoes. put him on the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Here's his shoes, by the way. <laughs> yeah, you can have the shoes. Tell him to put them on later. He uh, he comes comes out. We put him on the airplane, and and when these um, net jets, whenever a, a person books a flight, whatever they want ordered for them, like they, they you can just make a profile. So like every time you fly, you want steak and lobster and a bottle of Silver Oak Cab. Every time you fly, it doesn't matter where you're going, it will just be ordered for you. So you're going on a 40 minute flight, and you want six bottles of Cab, it will be ordered for you every single time. And this guy had a handle of some liquor, a bottle of wine and some food. And the guy gets on, he doesn't even sit down yet. He sees the cupboard and he opens it up and goes for the handle of whatever he ordered. I forgot what it was. And we're like, Oh sir, like, uh, can't have that. You can't consume it on the ground. It has, you have to wait until we actually get in the air as you know, we're just kind of making it up. So he finally sits down and then, uh, we're like, Oh, it'll just be a minute. Cops roll in. They board the airplane. They're like, sir, we need you to get off. And he's like, no. And so they drag, they, they're like, we're going to give you one more warning and then we're going to carry you out. Are you videotaping like, this by the way? Yeah. No, I wanted to so bad. And I think maybe I even did. And one of the cops was like, do not film this. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yes, sir. Please. Um, yeah. <laughs> so they, they pull him out and, um, you know, give him the whole thing or obviously arrest him and they pull him out and show him the car. And they're like, did you drive that? And he's like, I don't remember. He was so drunk, but the guy literally drove from his house. Cause it was like down the street and ended up causing, you know, I don't know, a couple hundred thousand dollars worth of damage. He had a bunch of nice cars, totaled his new car. And yeah. See, that like was, uh, that story makes me want to be a corporate pilot. <laughs> dude, yeah. the, that day I was like, this sucks. It's funny I had a to headache talk from about, it. I was like, this is miserable. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. In the moment. Why? It's yeah. It's funny now. It dude, it was terrible to be in that. It it sucked because you're like, this guy is super irrational. Like, you have no idea what's gonna happen, and it was just a nightmare because we're sitting there, they're making us stay there because they obviously have to question us. It's a huge deal. I mean, that was the craziest shit I've ever seen. Did you get the food on what? board? Hell yeah, we got the food on board. That's right. Okay, good. Um, whatever, whatever gets left, we take. You know, I've had, yeah, I've had it seriously like where people order like six bottles of like really, really nice wine and don't touch it. And I'm like, oh, want to split this bad boy? So we each get three bottles and, and See bring them home. Yeah. That um, makes me want to be a corporate pilot again. Yeah. The perks were really fun. I, I don't regret one bit going to the airlines. I, it's so much easier work, but the, the interesting stories and how dynamic private jet flying is is really fun nice it's really it is really fun but yeah that was the crazy that was definitely the craziest story well okay follow-up crazy story i flew that (laughs) actually did fly i flew that guy again um we didn't pick him up in in uh austin we picked him up somewhere else we actually might have picked him up in a (laughs) yeah um i think we flew in we might have picked him up either in Aspen or like rifle or something to go home. 
and um, we're like, oh shit, this dude, this is the guy. He hand you his ankle bracelet while getting on board. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I can't believe this guy's not in jail right now, like big time jail. And so we pick him up and he like says, hey, and they, we're both like, I hope he doesn't recognize us. And because we were definitely the ones that reported him to the cops. And he Whoops. gets on, doesn't say a word, and then takes a huge shit oh. in the airplane to the point where we both had to go on oxygen. Oh, it was so bad. No. And we're like, this guy's the worst. This guy is the fucking worst. Yeah, dude. We have a rule oh, about man. that. It's like, if you do that on a plane and it's not an emergency, you're a bad person. You're a bad person. You're a bad human. That's, that's a rule. Yeah. I would have I played the, poli- the uh, police sirens over the intercom just to get them all worried. <laughs> watch, him, watch him stand up and like <laughs> freak out. And shit all over himself. Gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Psych. <laughs> Sheriff's Department. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh my god, too funny. Yeah. So that's that's my uh, that's my craziest uh, corporate story. That's like I want to get back to some makes me not. I want to get back to some aerobatic flying. No, you, dude, you don't want to be. A, you don't want to be a corporate. It, 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 you know, if you get if you're with a good company, it's and you like that lifestyle, it it works great. Um, I. I enjoyed it, but I knew that I wanted to go to the airlines. <laughs> I love it though. <laughs> yeah. Makes for good stories. I had, I tell you what, from flying private jets, I had a lot of tell me about a time stories. Mm-hmm. Like in interviews, they're always called, they're yeah. called T-mats. It's like, tell me about a time. Um, they're like, you know, tell me about a time. Like, uh, you know, a uh, crew member you were flying with did something crazy. And it's like, I flew with some real shitty pilots at my first charter company flying Lears, like people that should have had pilot's licenses. <laughs> Oh I, I, yeah, I had a, put a bunch of oh yeah and they put them in a Lear in a Lear 35 Perfect. and so I've got a bunch of stories like that and I'm like yeah tell me how you handled you know passenger stuff and you know obviously there's a lot of good stories of like going above and beyond like there, we found out somebody um, there we were picking up a family and it was two Netjets airplanes picking up a family for a funeral like a large Jewish funeral and uh, um, it was like totally last minute the family is like totally like you know Upset, you know, obviously upset and, and, you know, kind of out of it, but we had to kind of pull some strings together to get the airplanes uh, together and departing the same time to, to a slot controlled airport at the time. And you, know, you just do kind of stuff like that. That was fun. You know, those are the kind of the good stories, but yeah. enough corporate flying crap, enough, enough work talk, enough work, enough work. So what do you, what do you, what is Adam Messenheimer in July of 2022 working on right now? Where are you at in your flying? And, uh, you know, I think we all can kind of guess what your goals are for nationals. But um, can you talk us about talk us through kind of your year of working up and where you're at right now and, and kind of where you plan to be? Yeah, man, absolutely. I mean, it's uh, obviously going for the team this year. That's the plan. Um, the it's It's always funny with the five-day training camps once a month because the first two days are kind of getting back used to G and the airplane. And then sure, um, been working like the, uh, you know, like a lot like the sequences and then um, just getting the snaps down in that plane. It's always been like different variants have, have caused me trouble um, here and there, like little subtleties, but it's just overall like trying to get better and, and learn. It's, it's really nothing uh, terribly specific. 
Yeah, yeah. Just kind of building building back um, or building on the uh, what you already have. Yeah, exactly. I mean, nothing, nothing groundbreaking. It's yeah. It, Rob's definitely his training style is um, you know build very solidly from the ground up. And I think if you would ask him, he would tell you the same thing just because it's, Oh, he said that. Yeah. Yeah. He said that on the podcast a bunch of times of, um, you know, having to, he, and he's talked about that with AJ and, and I mean, everybody has it. Like I would be I would, from whatever level I'm at in my aerobatic flying, I would be an absolute, uh, fundamental disaster to somebody like Rob who <laughs> coach me and have to like unlearn all the bad habits that I have, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, he's definitely, he's definitely, he's said that he's been on the podcast, what, four times, Jeff, but yeah, um, at least he's said that multiple times about really good, solid foundation and learning stuff right the first time. And he's yeah. Right. What we don't teach here that like the French teach um, needs to be taught here. And it's just one of the, like, there's like all those kinds of points that, yeah, you got to learn from the ground up early on and the right way the first time. Exactly. Exactly. And then just keep practicing it. <laughs> Like over and over again, work yep. hard, yeah. And then, yeah, rinse and repeat. Exactly. So we're kind of in that phase. I love Lots it. Of rinsing and repeating. So what's on nice. the agenda? Like tomorrow, what are you guys doing? Um, I mean, they're doing team stuff. I'm kind of here. Like I've been doing the known, um, like the IAC known, and then kind of just different figure stuff, like preparing for the unknowns that we're going to get. Um, so I'm I'm not in their team stuff. But, no, I know. Yeah. I Fuck the team. I want to talk about you. (laughs) (laughs) So no, you guys break it down. Like I've always kind of talked about, you know, not flying full sequences and and wearing yourself out in the beginning. Do you guys do like three figure out a clip or do you work individually or take out rotations? Like what do you, what kind of style or training are you going to do tomorrow? Yeah. I'll normally like to start the, the flights with just a full run through of a sequence. So these last few days have been the known. And then like earlier on in the week, I was doing that kind of over and over and over again. And then, okay. So like, like you were talking about, there's these, this figure maybe is a problem figure four. So like, okay, let's do two, three, and four. Um, a lot of the stuff with me now is more positioning than anything else. It's like, the, like talking about the MXS or the MX in general, it climbs, it moves fast. So it's a so presentation. Yeah. It's easy to get out of position. I mean, it's, you could say it's easy to get into position. Uh, it's also quite easily, you can easily get yourself way out of whack. So just it must be hard to stay in position. Once you're in there, it's gotta be, that's gotta be one of the biggest um, thoughts around flying that airplane is just being, staying in position. Once you're there, stay in there. Yeah. And it, it happens considerably faster than the pits. So, I mean, my first yeah. nationals in that plane I remember we had an unknown, I think it was like the last flight and I capped off like one of the last figures uh, was doing a hammerhead or a Humpty or something. And I looked at the altimeter, it was 4,000 feet. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> like, how did I get here? So, full oh, send. My. Full send. Yes, that's it. So that was a long downline. Um, yeah. <laughs> probably looked good. It probably looked awesome though. It right? looked amazing, I'm sure. <laughs> if you could see it, yeah. But <laughs> so, yeah, I do a lot of that stuff, just like practicing the positioning. Um, the, and then I'll go out and I'll try to like, I'll just kind of go through a whole bunch of different figures. And so let's say like 45 full flicks down, for example, like come in and then do like different, different things to go up, different roll combinations to get on the line, do the flick and then come back and do it the other direction. And then maybe get on the Y to do 
maybe could could be the same figure to show Rob from a different angle. Um, and that's just leftover from like Coco style because he'll call you through this stuff. And I end up liking that kind of flying because you're you're always flying um, figure to figure to figure instead of like yeah. okay one then go around and reset. Like that's just not that beneficial, I don't think. Um, unless you're like really trying to isolate something, but yeah, that's that's kind of how totally. it is. Yeah. If you had a guess, because um, I eyes on the ground or eyes, you know, critiquing <clears throat> or coaching. Um, for every, um, what's the best way to put this? I guess for every day, um, you get coached or critiqued, um, by somebody, how many flights do you think that saves? So for like, if I had to guess, I'd say like for, for one day of a camp, I'd say it probably saves you, uh, 10 to 15 flights of not having somebody on the ground. Like what would your estimate be? (laughs) Sorry. I choked on water. Um, yeah, I think it depends also on like what you're like if you're completely doing a snap roll the wrong way and then you fly 100 flights doing it the wrong way, uh then you could have saved yourself 100 flights. So yeah. you could look at it that way. Um I I mean it's really hard to say because there's something to be said for just like getting out and flying, but like for example, when I flew the pits, I made a decision not to do a single snap roll until it was in front of a coach and i did tons of flying on my own uh just experimenting and i just didn't want to do anything wrong uh or develop any kind of a weird habit right off the bat um totally so i just kind of waited until flying with uh, finnegan to do that kind of stuff so nice yeah um it's just so huge i mean as you guys tell people too yeah just really like getting that coaching yeah i guess it just saves a ton of time. So get coaching from anybody listening, I guess. Um, yeah, it's, it's crazy. I remember the first camp I did and like, you know, it's a lot of money. You got to pay yeah. coach and fees and all the shit. Right. And I'm like, I don't know if it's going to be worth it. Then like after day one, I'm like, yeah, this is, I'm getting away cheap here. Yeah. It, you d- know, with d- this develops shit. that like training mindset too. Like we were talking about, like you get in the plane and, and you're educated about what you're going to do. You, you know, your limit or you, you place limits on yourself kind of with what you're going to allow yourself to do versus just going out and, you know, screwing around. And I feel like it's it's a lot, a lot more intense, a lot more of an intensity when you fly in front of somebody like he, it's hard to, when you don't have people like critiquing or coaching you, it's hard to, to pretend like there's somebody on the ground watching you. I don't know. It's, it's a hard mindset to get into. I, I will absolutely uh, attest to that because if I'm going to go out and I haven't done it in a long time and I need to, um, it's just, just go fly figures and, and just see where I'm at. And it's hard. It's hard to get the motivation when I'm by myself and I'm not going to show anybody yeah. what it is. And it's not, it's not from a wanting to impress them. It's just more like, a uh, I literally psych myself out of like, what the fuck is the point? If nobody, nobody's here to see it, I don't know what I'm going to be doing wrong. I'm just doing what I'm doing. And if I have a bad habit, I have a bad habit. So there's no point yeah. of me. There's, I, I literally can, I can talk myself out of even doing it. Sure. It's super important to, to have somebody look at your flying for sure. I see that as somebody who doesn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love <Awesome>. it. <laughs> well, and, and like looking at other sports, you know, like, uh, I think I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but, um, I'm, I've never done it, but in, I used to be into watching UFC and yes. MMA yes. stuff and kickboxing and, um, 
you know, when you look at like, and you, you kind of look at the relationship between a coach and a fighter and being coachable, like th- there's a lot of parallels uh, to uh, competition flying. I feel like in terms of you need to, you need to have a relationship with somebody who can coach you. You need to be coachable. And then Adam, to your point of like kind of knowing if you know the flow and you know the format of how to be coached and you know how to switch and, and change on the fly, you're, you, it, that, air quote, I'm using air quotes here, aerobatic IQ, that, that's huge because then you, you really can learn and, and undo things that are bad or learn something new for the first time and learn it quickly and learn it the right way. Yes. It must save you a ton of time too. Maximum aerobatic IQ for doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, but yes, you're definitely <laughs> correct. Love it. Yeah. Um, are there any plans for to do any type of formation with the two MXs with you and Rob? There might be. Um, obviously, that'll be something we have to get trained up to do and sort of uh, you know plan it out really heavily. But we've we've briefly talked about it. That's a good question, Jeffy. You you sneaky son of a bitch. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't expecting you to answer that one, Mr. Politician. Um, yes. <laughs> oh, speaking of <laughs> speaking of politics, I am running for the board. I'm supposed to mention that. So vote for oh, me. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah. Oh, are you? Yeah, I am. When's the last day you can vote? Because I usually leave everything for the last day. Uh, that's a good question. Um, I should probably know that. I don't. So you should probably vote today and hashtag grassroots hashtag Save the Children. We will. Uh, Dude, we will take you. Save the children. <laughs> Have to, hashtag just say no. Just say no to drugs. You should, Adam. You should do like a Dave Chappelle campaign video. Remember the episode from uh, Chappelle Show? I don't remember the, ca- the yes. campaign one. Did he do one for that? Yeah, he did like a mayor. Mayor. It's fun. It's funny. It's like you all know. It's okay, right up your alley with comedy. That. Yes. Yeah. I love Dave Chappelle. Dude. That guy's a genius. Oh, totally. So, um, so can can I can I go on a on a rant here for a second? Yeah. The this fact is, that you guys are a, talking about a elections, third rant, third or fourth <laughs> rant. Um, I didn't even know elections were happening. Yeah, um, that's a problem. That's why I was sent here to you today to tell you and everyone. Nice. You were sent what here you- by Jesus Himself, Jesus Christ Himself, <laughs> from above, to tell us that you are running and that there are elections. <clears throat> there are elections. Honestly, I mean, Jeff, did you know? I mean, did you did you realize? I mean, I just let the let them, you know, the year get away from me a little bit and realize that it's, I, I just didn't, I haven't seen it posted anywhere. Um, I did realize, um, but you know, I'm, I, uh, well, I'm the asshole. Procrescent. Yeah, you are an asshole. I mean, you got Adam here right. doing, doing the Lord's work and you're not even paying attention. <laughs> I'm just called out. I'm just out, I'm just out here <laughs> thinking about private jet stories and, and drinking Napa, guys, Napa cab. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, that sounds good right now. I'm like still in shock that I don't, I'm afraid to talk about it again. About what? Mark knows what I mean. <laughs> Formation aerobatic team. What are you guys going to call yourselves? Oh, that's a good question. Probably Rob Holland. <laughs> that's a good name. <laughs> Rob Holland and the other guy. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like it'll be like the Rob Holland band. You know what I mean? It's like I'm still man. <laughs> I love it. So are you guys, you guys are, are you really talking about maybe doing a formation act, like an air show act? That'd be so sick. We haven't talked seriously about it, uh, but I, it definitely, like I could, I could see it happening, obviously. Just put it, yeah, put it into the universe. It will happen. 
That's right. Just speak Dude. it into existence. Right. Full send it. Full send. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'll just I'll it. just wait till he goes up oh, to yeah. practice and then pull up on his wing. Like, hey man, here we go. Hey dude, the time is now. Here we are. That's right. Hey dude, you thought Bill Stein was cool. Watch this shit. Bro. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> dude, that's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Character. Oh my god, dude, that'd be yeah. awesome. But I do be. know that if you did the formation team, you guys would have the best music for the for the act because you guys are both into music. So yes, um, I actually, I probably look forward to that. One of my part-time hobbies is picking random selections of music to play for Rob in the morning to like see how irritated he'll get. Does it really? <laughs> does it get him mad? Please film this. <laughs> I I need to do that. Yeah, like there was one camp every single day. I had like the most like whacked out different style of music going, and and he won't react. He'll just kind of sit there, and I don't know what's really happening. But at one point, he's like, <laughs> he's just like, dude. Are you just gonna have Bavarian wedding music playing next time? <laughs> it, it, it was so. It was so. Satisfying. That sounds like Rob. Yeah, yeah. You know when that happens, that's you funny. get the head shake, dude. Like, oh, you done messed it up. Maybe that's a oh way to God. like to psych out Rob at competition. Just play like play I don't Lion know, just King. Some, play Lion King. Yes. That's right. Um, yeah, <laughs> dude. He loves he loves 360 cams. You need to stick a 360 cam near him and then just start playing some shit and just I want to see his face. Oh my yes, god. Yes. Yes. I don't want to be there to kick our ass. Probably. You get hit with some flying jerky. Fuck, that's funny. Or Slurpee. Yes. <laughs> Dude. Oh, oh man. man. Well, we we actually had a um somebody uh message into the show and um the one listener. They want to rename, yeah. They want to rename anonymous, but they asked us to ask you. It says, "quote unquote," ask Adam what the first number is. Wow, <laughs> I wonder who it could be. Uh, anonymous. First number, if anyone completely wonders, anonymous. Yeah, it, the first number <laughs> is two. The first number is two. <laughs> okay. I've been yes. This has plagued me for you. Out of all the things that I say, there's a lots lots of weird things. Out of all the things, this is the one that's stuck for some reason. Because Rob's always telling me to count. So uh, I guess I did like one, two, 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 three, and then he said, "What's the first number?" That's pretty much the story. It doesn't really. It's it's not that exciting, but I'm an idiot. So that's that's what I gotta be honest. Takeaway. Yeah. Some of the, you know, when you get critiqued, it's, you know, it is fun at the end of the day, but Rob can dish it out pretty good. I've, I've been hit with some, uh, some slander mid, uh, mid, <laughs> mid sucking. Wait, 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 what? <laughs> what? <laughs> can somebody please Dude, take that, yes. that, that, that bite, that sound bite? We need that, that sound bite. That is going to be my text notification from now on. Yep. <laughs> mid suck. Mid suck. Yeah. And, um. Yeah, I remember I was flying to seek. Well, what do you guys think I meant? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Get your pets out of the gutter. Mm. Yeah. You filthy Star. animals. <laughs> we were flying a whatever sequence a couple of years ago. And then, like, you just hear on, you can hear it on the video. And, it, like, I guess the tempo was off. And he's like, leave. And I, um, I told him that I, you know, played the drums a little bit. And then on the video, you, all you hear is, like, Leave it up to the fucking drummer to not have any tempo. <laughs> I remember yeah. being like, "Jeez, yeah. man, that was yeah. harsh." Oh, dude, that's ouch. Yeah, he can dish it out. You know, Coco can dish it out too. He'll he'll hit with you with all kinds of different stuff. I like the first time in the MX, I was doing stuff like 
I don't know, probably sucking. And you just hear in the radio, he is like a little dog, a crazy dog. <laughs> Thanks, Coco. Yeah. I really appreciate that. <laughs> don't even know what that means, really. At first, it's funny because he's got an accent. And then you're like, wait a second. He's he's really being mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, in Europe, that that's like that's like the meanest thing you could ever say. That's like, you know, say, calling a woman the C word here. Like he's just like a little dog. Like we're like, oh, that's all right. Oh, that's well, perfect. All right, that's a little mildly uncomfortable here, but there, that's like fighting words. <laughs> yeah, dude, I that wish I fighting knew words. And everything that guy says is hilarious. I would gladly be insulted by Coco. Aaron sent us a few videos of him switching between French and American for swear words, which is yes. really funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like call up Coco, insult me. <laughs> Who is this? I'd pay for that. I'd pay for that. <laughs> yeah but like hey 10 bucks <laughs> the uh Rob, dude like Rob, that's where like the iac unlimited team should like have some fun like for ten dollars you can get a free voice message you know i do like the voice messages from celebrities of coco <laughs> insulting <yeah>. you <laughs> the very best collection for 29.99 yes. yes help the unlimited team out <laughs> yes yeah, man. Now they can dish out the critique. Rob, though, when he gives you a compliment, it's like just straight IV of morphine. Just like, hey, dude, that was a good sequence. You're just like, oh, tell me again. Tell me. Again. <laughs> say it one more time. Let me, say it let again. me take my shirt off. Yes. Can you say it slower and deeper? How was it good? <laughs> say it one more time while I rub my nipples. <laughs> hey, Rob, uh, the the video didn't pick up that sound uh, at the end of the flight. I was just curious what you said. Just want to make sure I'm taking the right notes here. <laughs> ah, yes. Getting to aromatics. This is I'm just going to write it down. Can you say it one more time? <laughs> one more time. Was that good or great? <laughs> <laughs> Did you say the best you've ever seen? Mm. Just, I, I try to be as detailed as possible. That's right. That's right. Uh, yeah. I don't think I've ever gotten a compliment from Rob, now that I think of it. Oh, man. You're missing out. (laughs) That's that's too bad. (laughs) It is too bad. I blame myself, but... (laughs) You got to work for him. You got to really put out. I blame the SC. I think it's his hatred. You know, I get a compliment if the SC, like, became unairworthy. He'd be like... (laughs) (laughs) At least it's a good paint scheme. Yes. Oh man, do you feel bad for AJ's plane? Uh, dude, yes, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> everything within like a five mile radius. <laughs> oh man! Um, Adam, you know uh, what? It's the it's the newest, oldest SC on the planet. There you go. It's so fit. Yes. Yeah. Would you ever fly that airplane? Yes, because. <laughs> I love excitement. (laughs) (laughs) We have no idea what's going to (laughs) happen. Oh my God. That's funny. I Um, too like to live dangerously. Yes. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) Jeez Louise. Um, What else you got, Marky? Dude. um, You know what? Dude. Wow. I was just, so the last time I looked at the time, it was like one Oh two. And now we're about to hit two hours. There you go, man. Uh, This is fun, dude. We've been, we've been, We've been rapping. I do. I could keep going. Uh, we should probably finish up with what, the because uh, uh, last last camp I was at with you, Adam. Uh, Rob was just switching to Summit the parachutes. Yes. Yeah. Um. So I was wondering because I'm thinking about getting one. 
So I was wondering if you can give me some feedback on that. I really and like it, man. I great. Like um, <laughs> that's, that's our that's show. My endorsement. <laughs> I really like it. Thanks. It's, it's one of those things where like. I feel like Adam when he goes into the like the racing league, they're gonna be like, "So Adam, how how was that race?" I don't know. Do my hands <laughs> car play, <laughs> play very good. Play very good. How do you like with car? I like I like it. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> That's great. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, We're a man. bunch of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so true. And I, I mean, so, like, what? Huh? <laughs> what uh, do you What do you like about it? Like, what did you fly before? What What kind of parachute do you have before the summit? I had a Butler in the pits that I was using, but that was a totally different kind because it was a seat pack. Yeah. So, so you've yeah. only flown Summit. I've used Rob Softy. You want to talk about just like exchanging bodily fluids. Like the, the fact that he lets me Boy, fly his plane yeah. is one thing, but the fact that he let me switch shoots with him like that, dude. I would have gladly taken that's, that. Dude, like every, that's a be, love right there, dude. I started, I started and, bottle, like, and bottled it. Oh yeah. I just like every time he would take the shoot and put it on, like there's something about wearing another man's sweat. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Mm. So. Oh my God. <laughs> it's, it's his musk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stings the nostril. Oh man, I remember we were switching airplanes, and Dunphy used to like sweat like a pig, and like we'd ha- I put that thing out in the sun like to the last second to try to dry as much of it up. Yeah, <laughs> got to hit it with that Febreze. Yeah, um, summits are good, man, because you never, you know, if you never think about it, you just then then it's good. So that's all I have to say. You heard it here. All right. You heard it here, All man. Right. You heard it here. <laughs> and then you fly bonehead helmet, which I know because yes. I remember seeing you in one. Um, have you tried any other helmets or just the bonehead? I've tried no other helmets. We gotta get we gotta get this boy into a lift, Mark. <laughs> now I'm having yeah. fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> No, oh, I gotta man. ship you. I'll sh- I'll ship you uh, mine this way. I can keep bragging about how I have zero lift helmets. All right, I like doing <laughs> that. <laughs> Mark has ten, but he refuses to lend them out. Oh yeah, that I is true. Any helmet memes in a long time? <laughs> All my helmets are are extra medium, and is a very specific. Helmet <laughs> it's a very specific. Extra medium. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I never heard that before. Extra medium. <laughs> I've never heard of that like before. Never. What do you mean? I'd never heard that before. <laughs> That's really funny. Extra plus. Oh my god. And that's no, my time. You would like it, Adam, actually. Um I'll s I just got it, so um I gotta put um I keep saying avionics. What's the right term? Headphones? Comms? I gotta put comms in it. Comms. So um <laughs> as soon as I do, I'll uh I'll ship it to you. Is this way you can give it a, a five second review for us? Cool, man. I like it. I, I like don't it. like it. It's good. <laughs> it works. Helmet ran good. Yeah. Helmet ran good. No problem. <laughs> dude, that's like the best thing. Oh, like dude, you would, you would be legendary if you did that. Had a little trouble around turn four. <laughs> Car had a little shimmy shake going on. <laughs> it's a little little loud when I'm giving it all the guts, but, uh, you know, helmet ran good. It ran good. Came around turn two. Car going loose. Get loose. 
<laughs> it sounds funny when you do it. I like that. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Okay. All right. All right. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Oh, I never seen me get this form- excited before. What's happening? Your formation team with Rob yes. is called Shake and Bake. Oh, dude. Yeah. <sighs> oh, my I God. Like it. Yeah. And I'm out. I'm out. I like yeah, Mike drop. I'm, wa- I'm walking out. I'm out. I like it. That's really good. Yeah. Who's yeah. the French guy going to be? And then they have Coco be the uh, Perrier guy. The Perrier guy. Doing the <laughs> announcing. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. You yes. spilled my macchiato. Dude, there's a there's a a young French guy on the uh, in the race academy too as as one of the uh, academy guys or whatever you want to call us. He's hilarious, man. This guy's like 24. He flies unlimited in France. Such Which a guy is it? Jonathan Vincent. Mm. So basically, name sounds familiar. Yeah, he's cool. He's a douche. No, he's cool. Um, he basically well, which is which is he? No, which no, is it? He's super cool. It's just all like. Every single dinner was just us coming up with all kinds of weird phrases and saying them in like different accents and different languages and the entire like staff of the restaurant and actually all the patrons of the restaurant too were looking at us like, dude, who are these people? and Why are you here? But also we're entertained. So continue. American. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. I thought about a few of our phrases probably that I shouldn't say on here, unfortunately, but, uh, successful <laughs> that's how you know they're good yeah 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 exactly yeah the french are just fabulous well he sent me really one are. phrase i was like dude you got to send me something to say to coco so he sends me the the phrase and i say it to coco and coco just says you must never say this ever you must if better if you go to france you must not speak at all i'm like oh okay then <laughs> thank you wow yeah like harsh <laughs> yeah jeez Man, French are assholes. There, you, there, you have it. There, you have it. That's right. <laughs> and there ice. You, have it. you heard it here. Ice. <laughs> I wonder um, if any of them listen. Probably not. Listen. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love it. I love Adam's just subtle like reviews and digs. <laughs> no. You're really you're hanging out with Rob too much. That's how Rob does it. You're just you're, you're just yeah. Oh, Rob is just so mean. He's, he's, <laughs> he's just so mean. mean. <laughs> But we just keep coming back for more. I know. <laughs> Why? 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 And he, lo- he loves it. That's right. Oh, he loves it. That's right. It's very satisfying. <laughs> um, okay, so Summit Shoot didn't work out. Um, do you have any other topics to go no, over? Hates, to clarify, the Summit Shoot. the Summit awesome. Shoot. Yeah, yeah, it is really good. He doesn't just like it. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> he likes it yes. and it's awesome. Yes. That really sold me. There you go, man. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. <laughs> um, you should get Jonathan Vincent on the show with you. Oh, dude, I can absolutely make that happen. And oh, that's a that's actually a, a great idea. Because he flew that one airplane. Idea. I want to know the story with that one airplane. It was like called a an not a slick. Um not a rebel. It was some type of like one-off. You know what I'm talking about, Adam? It was like a mid-wing six-cylinder. Did he? I don't know this. Really? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if it was his or a club. But yeah, um, it was like red and blue, white. I wish I remembered a name. I'll remember it in five minutes or oh, whatever. Oh, it's... Um, 
Doesn't one of those they come up for sale every now and again? It's it was right? one it was a one off. It was like a four letter word, maybe. Um <laughs> was it called was it called the mid suck? Yeah. It was mid suck. It's called the mid suck. Uh, yeah, I'll find out. It's not a big deal. It's it's no big deal. <laughs> it's okay, boy. Yeah, what um what is that airplane? Yeah, I'm fine. I'll find it if you um I love her. The RS three hundred? RS three hundred, right? Yes, that's or it. Like that? A- ARS. Yeah. ARS. ARS. Yeah. The S three hundred. This is like the, Astri- the mid suck. Amazing ADD. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. This is great. Uh, let's um <laughs> let's let's wrap this ADD up, dude. Let's um, dude, let's go. I gotta let's be honest. It. We're at two hours. Can we have five more minutes and just and maybe ask Adam about some product reviews? Like oh, I'm trying to think. Yeah, here. just all the products. <laughs> like, like, what gloves do you use? Alpine. Uh, soap, soap work good. <laughs> when I when I took a shower, soap work good. <laughs> soap work good. <laughs> Little draft. So we have to get. Speaking of gloves, we we need to get Adam some gloves. Oh gosh, yeah. I have a pair of your gloves in the MX2. Shut up! Shut up! Are you holding out on us like this? I have had my hands <sighs> in those gloves. We we go two hours and four minutes and thirty seven seconds and counting. I don't know whether to just out. love him or hate him. I mean, it's a great way to close the show, but two hours and holding out—you never know what to expect, man. Oh God! Listen, before you say anything else, uh, before you say anything further, Adam, we need the best review on this glove. So we can't have no summit parachute review. We need gloves. Gloves put on gloves went on my hand good. From your from your lips to God's ears, we need we need. A, <laughs> no, seriously, I didn't know you're so. Uh, you're using them. They're broken in, I assume. Yeah, I've, I'm so used to the ones that I normally use. I usually use them. I've I've used your guys' gloves a couple of times. Yeah. And you're are you making the. Uh, are you transitioning? <laughs> <laughs> that means a lot of things nowadays. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, are you going to use them? Well, what were you using before? What brand? No, like, uh, <laughs> what club were you using before yeah, ours? Yeah, what brand? Alpine Stars. Oh, so the fire rated ones? Oh, the same gloves. I hope so. Yeah, yeah they're yep, good gloves. They Heavy gloves. Great gloves. It's a, it's a heavy they glove. are. They are really heavy. Yeah, that's the one thing. Actually, I like the fact that. Yeah, you. Got, <laughs> you guys are super thin. You can really feel the stick. <laughs> All right. It's it's thin for your pleasure. <laughs> it's barely there. But like, but actually, yes, that that actually is one of the biggest. We actually have a uh, lambskin glove coming out soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> I just thought of a few different things to say, but uh, anyway. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, you know. We'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, my God. I don't know if you could hear it in my voice, but I'm really excited that you're using it. Um, I can hear it. All yeah, let it get. Thank you. Um, let it get broken. It takes a, a few more flights, and it really gets broken and nice. And uh, not to be funny, but you really forget that you're wearing it. Um, I love it. And I'm... <laughs> <laughs> um, I've been wearing it a few times. I've been flying, but um, and Mark likes it too, right? 
Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I, I've been using the Sparkos. Um, I think the same. Um, I think the same ones Rob uses. They're great. Um, but yeah, heavy, especially in, in the summertime, it's super hot. But been loving, loving the Avisport gloves, man. Yeah, you really forget that they're on. Perfect. I like. It. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I love it. That's like that's your that's your uh, your stick is uh, the review thing. That's what we're gonna. You, I think you've earned a, a dude a, a segment a segment in every Adams reviews. Adams reviews. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good. Idea. I love it. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, I'm so pumped that you're using the glove. So cool. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, if you would be so kind to uh, shoot us some feedback whenever. <laughs> no, no, like, like shoot us a shoot us a text. Like when uh, if you use it and like what you like and what you don't like. I'd love to know. Okay. Now I'm thinking, I'm only thinking about it in this context now. <laughs> I like that they're light. <laughs> I like them. They are good. They are fast. All right. Let's, let's stick a, let's stick a pin in this thing. We're at two hours and 10 minutes. Yeah. Adam, where, where can um, everybody follow you on your, uh, your journeys and such? On the internet. On the on the WWWs? <laughs> no, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist. Uh, no, yeah, I have this an Instagram. <laughs> on Instagram. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got a I got a MySpace. Yeah, it's so. it's my name. So if you know it, you should probably follow me. And if you don't, I didn't do a good job. So. <laughs> oh man, I love it. Oh, man. Um, I'll find it for you while you're, um, and then give a little plug for your IAC, what you're running for while I, uh, yeah, yeah, man, do, uh, you're hashtagging. I, uh, I don't actually, yeah, it's, uh, I'm hashtagging for grassroots hashtag for the children hashtag represent mm-hmm. the young kids. You know what I'm saying? Bring some youth in and, uh, definitely. Hell yeah. Yeah. I'm not, to be honest, I'm not like, actually, I don't, I don't, want that kind of responsibility but i feel like be, that is one thing that would probably make it to where i would be a, of of help in that kind of an environment you know what i mean i think so fresh young blood and you had a good pulse on on what the youth is doing and i think you um i i think uh, a lot of kids would look up to you and be like i could do this you know he's doing it i'll get do it that's um, right i think it sets a, gr- a great tone for it all you got to do is fly and give two word answers to the camera <laughs> Love it. Um, Adam underscored Messenheimer, M-E-S-S-E-N-H-E-I-M-E-R on nice. Instagram. I like love, how you said love your page. Thank you. Thank you. Love your page. Um, there's product reviews on there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm not sure. I cannot wait. Now. I cannot wait. I cannot wait to, to get into that. Instead of the <laughs> Q&As, find- we're going to have to start doing some product reviews. <laughs> Yeah, and they don't have oh, to yeah. be all aviation. They can, you know, I don't know if you listen to this show that much, but we love Yankee Candles. Oh, so dude. you can do some Yankee Candle reviews. I, I'm a, quite a connoisseur <laughs> of the candles. Actually, I didn't even tell Mark yet, but um, so for um, for the coffee shop, we have an online store that we're um, getting going. And you can oh, nice. basically, yeah, you can like brand up all this shit. So one of the things you can brand up are some candles. So with the uh, the glove company that we have, we can actually do um, print-on-demand candles 
So we were joking. I don't know if you heard uh, a couple episodes ago, Adam, we were talking about making a uh, inside tumble scented candle. <laughs> That's so I think we might have to do that. That would be good. <laughs> just get Rob's sweat Dude, off of the, off the parachute. I was going to say. Just use that as a sample. Yeah, parachute sweat. Yeah. That would be a great one. That would be a great yeah. one. There's Adam in parachute the back of a sweat. hanger just wringing out a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Wearing your gloves. Just talking like oh, pay, yeah. paying Coco like 20 bucks. Make him work a little harder for this one. <laughs> <laughs> I need to sweat. <laughs> <sighs> oh, man. Great images. All right, cool. Yeah, everybody vote for Adam. Yes. Um, I believe yes. in him. I think he's going to do awesome. I love him to death, and he's a really great guy. And follow yes. him on Instagram. Uh, like his shit and cheer him on because uh, he's our he's our Ricky Bobby going over there and kicking ass. Shake so, and bake. Love yeah. it. And yeah. Make the advanced team this year. Hell yeah. whack next year, right? That's right. Here in America. Hell yeah. America. 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 <laughs> love it. There we go. Perfect. And All right, guys. Yeah. Cool talk. Anything to you else? Guys. Adam, thanks so much for coming on, dude. Do it again. Trust me. Oh, it's gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. Um, guys, thanks to uh, Lift Aviation for uh, sponsoring the podcast. Head over to liftaviationusa.com. Use the promo code FlyCoolShit. Get twenty five percent off. Uh, go buy some merch. FlyCoolShit.com/slash/merch. Get some shirts. Um, what else? Is that it? Fly cool shit. Uh, Yeah, I think that's it. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Later. Thank you for listening to another episode of Fly Cool Shit. Be sure to check out our website at www.flycoolshit.com. Subscribe, rate, and review the show on iTunes and Spotify. Any questions, comments, or feedback, shoot us an email at flycoolshit at gmail.com. 